Blog Talk Radio. you get on is a card or what kind of class do you play girl in an rpg Cause i know what them elf girls need from wow to emmy i'm going through the hours online straight now you make it hard to leave bring to me to look do you speak my language your elf ears don't need explaining all i really need for you to do is just please talk nerdy to me It's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Hey, Godzilla? Okay. Look at Godzilla! Hello. Word. Welcome back. Welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Well, exciting is hardly the word I would use for it. What word would you use? Thrilling. I don't know. Thrilling. Amazing. (laughs) Ecstatic. Yeah. Fantastic. Whoa. Whoa. Get out of my head. So amazing yeah. that if you listen to us for more than two hours, you go completely insane. Cthulhu rules your life, and you run out the door in your underwear. Oh. Yeah, that actually sounds like short- fun. Yeah, can we shorten that down to one word? Um, my normal Wednesdays. Okay. Okay. It's a few less words. I guess we'll stick with exciting until you know we can figure something else out. Welcome to Flagoons Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you Dungeon by Controllers Radio. Brought to you by Flagoon. So, by the way, you, you were mentioned several times. Yay! So, I love... For, for everyone here, uh, tonight's show is the... Uh, we're kind of recounting our Fantasy Con. The we're Fantasy g- Con... The Fantasy Con rap bat. Yes. Basically. So, uh, no interview. Well, sort of an interview. We have a few guests. We have a few guests that'll be sitting in... Uh, speaking, of, and his, speaking of guests, yes. let's talk about the people who aren't guests. Why? Oh, you know, people who are important, are people they? who are who are kind of always here. But that's the problem. They're know, always here. Let so everybody, let so everybody know. One word: hosts. Hosts. <laughs> the hosts are here, and we'll move on. No, this is Revan. <laughs> it's a guy named Joe. This is great, mighty, powerful Lord Flagoon. This is Colin and Zakora. You want to know the best part about FantasyCon is? Yeah. We didn't have to wait for your entire name to be sp- spat out. Yeah, I know. But we ran into several other issues. Like, we had to set up the entire show in 10 minutes. What can I say? It was fantastic. It was had I Had I been there, we'd already been set up. No. And, like, just ready. It, it was impossible. Sure. Literally. Are you a magician? They, yeah. they let out a panel, and we had to set everything up. It, there, there were some, some bumps and bruises, but we, we made... We made out like bandits. Yeah. Good to know that we can actually set up the entire show in 10 minutes or less. Especially with the Beast. <laughs> yes. Robo Destructicon. No, the Beast. No, Robo Destructicon. No, every time when we started calling it Robo Destructicon, things went this wrong. This is it. No. This no. is where it's at. No, I refuse to call it that stupid, <laughs> stupid hey, name. You're stupid. Stop it. You're going to make oh the baby cry. God. Your face is stupid. Oh, oh. 
That doesn't even make any what? sense. Yeah. Oh, and you miss Joe cry- uh, almost crying. Well, that's like, like that's like twice. any convention. No, no, no. Really. <laughs> no, there was an amazing Some moment that so it cool. literally, literally yeah. made Joe want to weep. We'll go into this here. later. To yeah. be continued. We'll talk about that. I'm really excited to hear your guys' opinion because I was sadly uh, uh, out of the... Uh, a gimp? Yeah, I was... Gimp, I was Well, that, that's kind of rude to uh, actual real gimps out there. <laughs> what we call okay. gimps McGee. So, so basically, Flagoon... Went on a, a mass adventure of trying to climb Mount Everest. Well, slipped just before he got to the peak and tumbled down and twisted his ankle. Yeah, it was tragic. That's to say it. the least. That's all yeah. that hurt. Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite quite horribly painful. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye on Discovery Channel because I'm pretty sure it'll show up on there. I bet you'll get your own reality series. Uh, it's actually going to be going on Sci-Fi because in, on top of that, I found Mount uh, I found the uh, Mountains of Madness. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they'll turn it into their next movie, so it'll be Mountnado? Yes. Or well, most of it was Mountain. green screen, so yeah. yeah, most likely. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> NATO. Oh, yes. Sharknado 2 is coming out. Yeah, they just yeah. released yeah, the uh, official trailer. I saw. It's so awesome. I was going through Netflix a couple of days ago, like, you know, adding new things to my list, mm-hmm. my ever-growing, never-shrinking list. <laughs> and yes. uh, I saw Sharknado. I never actually, I didn't know it existed until you guys started talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, now, uh, see, it's too bad you don't live in the UK or Ireland right now. Yeah? Because they are actually hiring people to sit and watch Netflix and rate their TV shows and movies. And they will pay you. Real? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would be the best. I mean, that's it. I am moving. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you could. You technically yeah. have land over there. Yeah, yeah I do. do. I'm moving. What? That's why I'm Lord Flagoon. He literally is an actual lord. Yeah. He has the paperwork from the, the queen and everything. It's not just a clever name. It is an actual official title. We've explained this plenty, many, well, many times, but you are new to this. Yes, he, has lord, he is a lord. To those of you coming in Tabulus Rasa, which is, uh, I think, Greek for, or Latin for blank slate, yes, I am an actual lord. Hooray yes. for me. Yeah. So he has a title. Where's happen? my taxes? Um, Come on. This was up. this was a Christmas present from his up. wife. Pay up. What? Yes, Lady Flagoon. She also has land. I am totally going to do that. I don't know how. I could give you. A, I can give you the web address. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it during the during the next break. Please. Yeah. All right. Hmm. <laughs> I have something coming up. Maybe that land work. deals. <laughs> then we have to have fights. We're gonna yeah. have. Yeah, we have to have. <laughs> Set up siege weapons and uh, yes. on everybody's lands. SCA, did you guys see the SCA booth that the, they had at FantasyCon? No. They S- do that. They actually have duels for queenships and kingships and baronies. And, I mean, like, they have the whole world segmented into kingdoms and baronies and provinces legitimately. Okay. How are we not in on this? Because we are so busy running around okay. working. I'm going to their meeting next week, next oh, yeah? Tuesday. Yeah. And you're going to fight for uh, fight for ladyship? I totally am. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> you got to go Game of Thrones on them. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh. I think it's right. an awesome idea. <laughs> All right. So uh, also coming up later on the show, um, let's see here. We have, uh, see, is it, see, you said Amber will be joining us? I, I'm assuming so. Dollface. Yeah, she, yeah. Dollface. Dollface. Coming and in then uh, Dennis and uh, I always forget his name. I think it's Adrian. Uh, we'll be coming in talking about You Geek Magazine, which is a local geek magazine that's uh, 
that was at Fantasy Con. Yeah, local to be... the Salt Lake area, yep. so not like, not like yeah. local to Wisconsin. And then, uh, well, that so. could be cool. Uh, <laughs> which I'm actually writing an article for him mm-hmm. for uh, D&D okay. next. So. And Drew, did you say... Drew will not be coming, unfortunately. He Aww. just texted me. Apparently, he's our, he made it all the way home and forgot. And he lives in Eagle Mountain. I'm deleting uh, his name from our which, Facebook post. Which, yep. unfortunately, right away. if you've never been to Eagle Mountain, it's so well, far out there that you yeah. have to actually bring your dogs in at night. Otherwise, the coyotes will eat them. Really? <laughs> yes. I actually have family that lives down there, and uh, I don't see them very often because it's just too damn far away. Yeah, yeah they, are they, the they, are, they are officially dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the female coyotes... Getting yeah. heat, they come around marking their scent, drives the male dogs crazy. They wander out there to go, hey, I'm gonna get like lucky, pirates. and then the rest of the the male coyotes just <laughs> swarm in. They're done. It's breakfast for a clan. Aww, yeah. I seen them first. Yep. Aww. Yeah. So I'm sure one of those coyotes is like Ed from, uh, from Lion King. They just laughs all the time. Food. Except not hyenas, but wolves. Yeah, like yeah. coyotes, yeah. Coyotes, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, they're nature sharks, just they in are. case you didn't know. Yeah. They're land sharks. No, no, not land sharks. Land sharks are different. No. Yes, land sharks are completely different things. Yeah. Coyotes okay. are nature sharks. Yeah. Okay, that works. <laughs> All right, and then, uh, of course, we should have the... Uh, we have... Gamer Forge? We do have at Yay! least one Gamer Forge. Gamer Forge! Five? Uh, and then we have we some. Uh, he says five fingers. And then we have uh, some geek news. We'll talk about geek news. We'll do the no- we'll do the normal show for everyone. Everyone will be happy. We'll Yay. talk about something. Since we else haven't that's been able, awesome when Amber gets here too. Yes, we'll talk more awesomeness. It may involve Jedi robes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, I guess since you're bring that up, and it has nothing to do with Jedi Robes or anything, why don't you remind them how uh, listeners can get in on this action? Oh, you can get in on the action by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter. Once we get 800 likes, awesomeness will pursue. We're also on Instagram, Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Oh, on Instagram. Right. Yes, we are. Instagramo. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep, and so uh, later on tonight with the Gamer Forge, if you want to call in with any of your gamer-related questions, or if you want to just complain about your your uh, your friends around the table, you can call us at 626-226-1475. Or if you have a Gamer Forge that might take a little bit longer to talk about than just a uh, phone phone call or a Twitter, you can also send us an email at info at com and send us your... Uh, question there. We also have a contact us link on our uh, website. So you can just click on that and write up your email just like that. Oh, Thanks, oh, Colin. Oh. You and rock. Then, and then you can totally come join me on our awesome blog talk radio chat. Just go to www.dungeoncrawlersradio.com Click on the listen live link. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and like, subscribe, and chat. And I actually have a little thing I want to I want to do this uh, this show. So for my sign off, everybody knows this is the uh, this is the year of the '80s. So I'm doing '80s movie quotes. I don't know what movie to quote. So if you're on the live yeah. chat, or if you want to get on the live chat right now and tell Colin what '80s movie do you want me to quote? The Better most? off dead. I think I've already done. I've already done. You that. have. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, so if you, but if you want me to do a repeat, Mad I will Max. do a repeat. Mad Max. 
Uh, no, I haven't done. I haven't done Mad Max. So we've got one vote for Mad Max. So vote. Get your votes in for which '80s movie we want to. You want me to do, and I will get with Colin sometime before the ending and find out which one wins. Tweet sixteen. If it doesn't yeah, win, candles. I'm sixteen candles. Yeah. yeah. 16 if it candles. if it doesn't win, I'm gonna look for an '80s porn. <laughs> okay, no. I'm perfect quote so, for you. So there, yeah. So there is my yeah. Uh, there's my co- There's my uh, there's my addendum there. So if you don't want me quoting. 80s porn, which won't happen. Folks. Find out. Yeah. Find out what movies. We promise I can't. that won't happen. Uh, Maybe off the air, sometime. Again. But anyways, and if you have any complaints, of course. Hey, if, if, if you guys, if you guys, yeah, if if, if it if it offends you, flagunasdentalradio.com. <laughs> but anyone. The opinions and uh, the opinions and thoughts of uh, Lord Flagoon are not uh, directly reflect the uh, opinions of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Dungeon any media of, or any of it. Dungeon media or any subsidiaries. Any offense taken should be uh, taken directly to Flagoon at FlagoonDungeonsCrawlersRadio.com. Yes. <laughs> so did anyone see the news uh, that came out this week? Which news? I so many the news. first two episodes of season four, no, five, of Game of Thrones will be directed by the director of Breaking Bad. Ooh. Really? Wow. Yeah. So this should be very interesting. What really? So uh, most of Westeros just starts going to crystal meth. I think they already are on are, are already all on crystal yeah. meth. That would explain a lot. Although while I was listening to uh, Storm, or, uh, Feast for Crows, I kind of wanted to start a drink. Kind of wanted to start a drinking game of every time they said Arbor Gold or said or, uh, the, the Arbor Gold or uh, yeah, basically Arbor Gold or and, and and then Dark Wings, Dark Words. Those those, those two lines right there. I want to take a shot, but I was driving, and that's bad. Yeah. Ooh, 80s. Another 80s movie popped in my head. Goonies and Gremlins. Okay. Brilliant. Oh, and, 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 and? Uh, I think it was in the At least the very, very what? late 80s. Home Alone? Home Alone? It was 89, wasn't 89. it? 89. Yeah. Christmas, yeah, I think it was Christmas of 89. Flagoon. What? We have sent our request. Okay, good. <laughs> so no, no, 80, no 80s porn? She goes, no. no. Break it. Dang it. Should always be I breaking. I even wrote it out for you. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, there we go. So we actually have some votes in, so you're not getting an 80s, 80s porn quote. There oh, we go. You're welcome. Oh, darn. No. I'm not sure how mm-hmm. I... No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yay. I was going to keep okay. it clean. Hello. It was going to be innuendo like I always do. <laughs> innuendo. Uh Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there we for, go. Uh, so, did people have any geek news? Because it's been a while uh, since we've had to do this. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I've actually got a little something. So everybody knows about that uh, wonderful free-to-play app, Dungeon Creeper, uh, Keeper, released by EA, and how they staunchly held to it that it was the great, that, like this is the way it's supposed to be monetized. Uh-huh. Yeah, EA is going on back on their words and saying that it failed to innovate too, and it was innovating too much. No, it wasn't. You yes, were that was it. This you, it required yeah. you to spend way too much money to do anything. It was it was basically that, and it was a boring game. Well, if you've ever played the original game on the PC, oh, the it was ori- great. The game. original game was great. It had yeah, a good pacing. It had a great narrative. No, I won't say narrative, but it had a great uh, but it voice took to it. Forever one, for yeah, the, the, the mobile app just sucked. I mean, what, it took 15 minutes just to clear out one square? And you, was, and you were only was, allowed a maximum of two imps unless you it spent actually, money. It was uh, 20 seconds. 
four hours or twenty seconds, and then it was eight hours, and then there was twenty four hours. Wow. Yeah. So, uh. and then you could only get your uh, get your imps to go double speed for an hour at a time. So unless you were going back to your app every hour to re up their clock, yeah, you've got to sit there and let them do their thing for an hour at a freaking time, and then upgrades itself were just painful. Yeah. So yeah, there EA is going back on its word because that's what EA does when they're deciding to launch something else. Is oh yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. We're standing right behind this until the next thing comes out. Then it was crap. So screw you, EA. We hate you. And yet they'll still be around I, for years I know. to come. I love EA. I, I do Sorry. too. I kind of love them a they, little bit. They did. For I'm, I'm using the royal we here, so you guys, you guys can have your love. Kind of. Okay. Let's have you jump on the the black mic. Yeah, I don't. That one is just super, super quiet. Me, 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 me. And we'd like to hear you. You might need to turn it on though. Just eat it. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Holy cow! Wow. Oh, whoa! You have a voice. Whoa! You aren't sounding like Beaker from uh, the Muppets. Me, 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 me. That is a little creepy. What did I know that? Yep. Okay. Beaker's one of my favorites. It's another Facebook game or or app game. Kim Kardashian made. A game called Hollywood. Okay, you're off the mic. <laughs> you have just lost mic privileges. What? You are seriously off the mic. Wait, what? No. I'm not saying you, I'm excited hey, about this. I think this is ridiculous. But you even bring that up is horrible. Hey, ridiculous news is still news. Uh, that's ridiculous. Is it so, geek news? I don't know if that's geek news. She, no. a, she, she made a Facebook game? Go ahead. Yeah. And it's pretty popular. I guarantee you she didn't make it. Well, no. I mean, she voice sure- acts in it and she helped. Created. I'm sure she went to a bunch of guys wearing a very low-cut dress and said, Hey, can you make me a game? Probably. It's making a like, lot of money, oh, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah play, uh, please. So the premise of the game, this is the ridiculous number. Oh, oh so it gets so more it's ridiculous. Hollywood. Yeah. And you, she guides you through, step-by-step, step, how to become an A-list celebrity. But she's not even A-list. an A-list. Starting at, oh, she's she, no. Uh, no. Okay, no, that was facetious. So, this is how we got popular. We made a TV show about ourselves, and now and we're awesome. And she encourages you to date. Uh, if you have absolutely no talent whatsoever, get a, get a reality TV show made out of you, made about you for no arbitrary reason other than your family is a bunch of soul-sucking trolls. I haven't ever watched it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> my, wife, my wife watched it every now and again, and I had to suffer through a few episodes. And it's just... It's just Garbage. There's absolutely no redeeming qualities mm-hmm. to that, that, that family is or to reality move TV so, show. So, well, you know, Top Shot's a great reality TV show, but that's also because it's got guns and guns. Yay! <laughs> because firepower. That's actually. Let's throw those black mics into those stands for them so they don't use so, the silver uh, ones. So, another. I have, I have a few, actually. Okay. So, there's okay. uh, the prediction yes. that in the near future. Well, they have they have several people working on games mm-hmm. that will be prescribed in place of therapy and medication. Like okay. they're tr- they're working to get FDA approved. Um, their games specifically targeted towards those with like ADHD, depression, um, early Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So that's kind of cool. I heard about. Uh, at FantasyCon, actually, someone mm-hmm. was telling me about Oculus and how they're using the Oculus to um, help. PSP. Yeah, help with yeah. PTS, 
PT. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> also known as post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes. So, and... I know how to cure depression. That's kind of cool. I it's think. easy. Go out in the sun, find people to talk to, and talk to them. You'll eventually not be depressed. Um, so... But Oculus, yeah. so the Ocu- so they're using the Oculus Rift to treat. They yeah they they insert yeah. them into it into like the most traumatic scenario, and then they slowly take that out and replace it with something positive, soothing and calm. and soothing, and so it eventually takes transitions them out of that Rewiring in a very yeah. slow okay. manner instead of going from being in like that that war zone to suddenly oh you're back home and you get a you know yeah. you can be normal. And you which get is, a high score, which is impossible <laughs> unless yeah, you're well, Steve can, Rogers. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, I, but I can, I can see where the usefulness of something like the Oculus Rift yeah. would come in that. And hey, because I mean, let's face it, you've tried to do the same thing with like the Virtual Boy. All you're gonna get is a whole bunch of ice strain and uh, <laughs> wireframe <laughs> graphics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Oculus, I think, has a little bit more better technology. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I'm sorry, but um. At least, 8-bit at least Mario just does not look like some guy over in Afghanistan. That wasn't an even. At you. <laughs> that wasn't even really 8-bit. That was like 2-bit with yeah, yeah, wireframe graphics. Wireframe graphics. Yeah. Came in red. Yep, red and black. Oh, because that was the cheapest. Yeah, I so, so I have something else. So awesome. I just got done uh, bad mouthing EA. So here's me talking about something that's coming out by EA. <laughs> Uh, Harmonix, which is his, and uh, he's excited. Yeah, well, he's wow. got he's got to balance the force. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm all. It, it's, it's the smallest part of uh, uh, part of Libra in me. Yeah, the Harmonix is, uh, is actually still around, but they are thinking about bringing back a new rock band game because I mean everybody already has a rock band peripheral, so might as well use them. But I think you have to get new ones if you're going to have the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One's versions. Mm. So more crap yeah. to uh, clutter up <laughs> the corner of your rock. Room. Yeah. But yay. Yay, more rock band. Cause, yeah, uh, that was a fun well, game. Well, I actually, it, it, it is a fun, it's a great party game. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's cool that they're doing this. I myself am actually uh, more, uh, more likely, uh, more uh, leaning towards uh, Rocksmith because you're actually learning a, an actual awesome. real skill. Yeah. And it, it you know, rekindled my enjoyment of playing bass. So, yay, what, what, Rock what, Band might be coming back. Why do yay, I see actually. Rock Band at your house is a, suddenly become a drinking game? If you fail your song, oh, you're drinking. That could um, be interesting. I, yeah. Hmm. I, just, I just see that happening at your house now. No, I never really did much of a drinking game for Rock Band. It was more of just... Rock Band and drinking just kind of came synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that, too. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. So if you if you want me to be if you want me to be singing on the mic playing rock band, it's like a two drink minimum. Two drink minimum. Two drink minimum. You gotta you're get paying. two drinks into Joe before he yeah. sings. And you're paying because yeah. I I have no shame, so I'll just start singing regardless. That's that's in your <laughs> I, co- that's in your contract. Yeah. I had yeah. actually started a uh, singing career in rock band and got kind of far into it. Yeah. And then I started trying to sing Foo Fighter songs and scream myself hoarse, awesome. and uh, couldn't do it anymore. Can't yeah. do. It. Can't and then I had like a, Dave Grohl, and huh? then I had a kid, and um, definitely not going to happen after that. All right, mm-hmm. that was that because that was sleeping time. Sleeping. All right. Sleepy. So it looks like our guests are here. Yay! So we can welcome them under the mics. Um, you guys ready or no? All right. Welcome in, bienvenue. Come on in. Right there, those black mics. Uh, I think this one next, the recorder needs to be turned on, right? Or is it on? No, it's on. All right. Now, 
Unfortunately, you do need to sit a little close, almost like you're eating the microphone right. to talk. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So how's it been? Recovering well since yeah. Fantasy Gone? Yes, I'm okay. Yeah, legs it's not sore, not dying. No. no. Good. It's, good. It's been good. It's weird. It's been a week. It has been a week. So yeah. it's, it's kind of weird she, getting she, back uh, in the, the swing of things. She wants me to French kiss the mic, not just eat it. Yes, yeah. she does. Get right up in there. Yeah. Are, are, they, are they sanitized after being used? Yes. Oh, yeah, we okay. clean them quite yeah. thoroughly. It, it's very weird because you do have to get really close. Because we had, because we're so used to being close, uh-huh. we had when we were doing our our videos, we had to have the mic like down, yeah. up against our sternum. Otherwise, it was way too loud and it was overloading our little handheld. Ah, uh, the yeah. thing we learned. Yeah. So how how was it for you guys? Uh, it, it it was great. We we had a really good time. Um, I got to see a, a lot of the panels. Took uh, about seventeen hundred pictures on my camera. Nice. Uh, in the middle of editing those and. and you know, making them look pretty and getting them up on our Facebook. Sweet. So which one was your, uh, you went to a lot of the panels, which one was your favorite? Which one stood out the most? The one I was on. The one you, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. default, yeah. that? By default, the one I was on. Yeah, that, what, Dwarves are cool with, uh, Dwarves rule with, uh, Paul Jeunesse. Paul Jeunesse, yeah. yeah. Paul's a great guy. So yeah, we should probably fun. let them, uh, you know, introduce oh, themselves. Introduce so themselves. Them you guys are so. We just jump, jump right into yeah. it. Nobody yeah, knows what we do or who we are. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Dennis Lundstrom. And I'm Adrian Broadhead. And we're uh, Utah Geek Media, or U-Geek for short. Yep, nice. The letter U-Geek. Uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash U-Geekmedia. The letter U. The letter U, not Y-O-U. Mm-hmm. And not like you, the animal. No, not right. Like right. No. <laughs> How do you even spell that? E-W-E. E-W-E, yeah, no, not you. Not you. Matt. They're not sheep. Yeah. So then, how 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 were the two of you then introduced into into the fantasy con? How did you guys do that? Um, fantasy con? Yeah. How did we oh, do that? I I think, like like what do you mean? Just like how do we find out about it? Yeah. How did like, you find out? And how like were you? The Brazilian invited? billboards was there enough? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm blind actually, oh. so I had to get up really close and read the braille on uh, them. Yeah. So there wasn't a neon sign that said, "Hey, contact yeah. us." Yeah. Well, you know, we, we we live in an exciting time in Salt Lake oh, yeah. with, with uh, Comic Con, Fantasy Con, which is what Comic Con 2.0 or whatever, mm-hmm. and then um, you know Fantasy Con pops up, and you know you saw the anime Bonsai and, and Conduit. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be in Utah right now, it's a very very exciting time to be a geek. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think we've ever seen a time like this ever in the history of Utah. No, not in our state. Oh, well, I mean, well, not not maybe not recent. Yeah, I mean, several decades. Decades ago, they had very massive Star Trek conventions. That was the closest we ever got. But massive is in two or three thousand people. Uh, upwards or, of twenty. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, ten to twenty thousand. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Not ten to twenty people. No, okay. no, <laughs> thousands. Oh. Um, I would have believed too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. I've seen some of these in, the, in years past. Yeah. But no, I mean, as far as a full-fledged geek convention, yeah, we've never had anything like that till now. It's fantastic. So it's awesome. Yeah. So keeps us keeps us running. Yeah. Nice. So let let's tell our listeners about the magazine you guys are, are doing. I I know a little bit about it, and these guys know pieces of it. But let everyone know. The the best way to describe the magazine, and, and it was actually an inspiration about three years ago to uh, I'll go over the story. I, I was I was eat the mic eat the mic eat the mic. Oh, no no no. Um, I was at like the library and. On the shelves, you have like a half a dozen, 
you know, free publications. There's City Weekly, and there's – can we plug these? Are we plugging these? Go ahead. You can City say. Weekly, there's Slug, and there's Utah Family, and there's, there's all these magazines in, in, in their right niche and everything. They mm-hmm. do a fabulous job for what they do. And I'm sitting here going, I'm a geek. I don't – no offense to any skaters or rockers, but I don't care about skaters. Yeah. No offense to skaters, but I just don't care. I'm a geek. Mm-hmm. Where is me on this shelf? I'm like, we need a magazine in Salt Lake City mm-hmm. for geeks. And so uh, we, put, we put together one issue a few years ago, and then everyone's like, you know, it was a time that newspapers and, and uh, other publications were shutting down. It's yeah. like going out of business. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, print's dead. What are you doing going into print? I'm like, well, I've done research, and, and that, my research shows the opposite of that. I'm like, oh, no, you're crazy. You have to go online digital. Yeah. So like, okay, let's go digital. So we, we put that on the back burner. And we went digital, we went online, well, we, we launched uh, Facebook and, and Twitter and started doing website stuff and all, all that. And, and YouTube. Find us on YouTube, on YouGeek YouTube. TV. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We've got to get a plug for YouTube. YouTube.com slash YouGeek TV. Anyway, so um, we started doing all that. And, and when Comic-Con came in and, and, and FantasyCon and all this stuff started going, we're like, we've got to revisit this because I, I still think there's something here with the, having a print publication for geeks mm-hmm. and um we've made a i've made a number of contacts over the last three or four months like this is a fantastic idea to have a print magazine that focuses on this genre for people in utah mm-hmm. so that's that's basically a lowdown of where it came from awesome okay. so. now if i remember right, you guys are doing uh bi-monthly right now yeah, bi-monthly right now every, every yeah. other month we relaunch uh at the uh, end of september yeah beginning of september nice. august the goal is to be at Comic Con in September. Yes. So, so okay. And have print issues. Print ready issues. Uh huh. Wow. And we're starting out modestly. We're we're going to do about twenty pages um, every other month, and then and, and a lot of it's the same model most of them have followed. Yeah. Start out small. That way you can build up your advertising up. Yeah. base, and once that's doing it, what it needs to do, it'll it'll get bigger. And so I have to ask, eventually, will you have X-ray glasses in an ad in the back of it? That was a Mad Magazine, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Mad Magazine? Yeah. I mean, almost everyone, even old comic books used to have those. Now, I mean, if nothing else, just for old-time classic cool. sake. I, I have thought about maybe doing, like, um, remember the old, like, uh, the science magazines and comic books where they had the, the full-page ad, and it was, like, all a bunch of, like, one-inch-by-one-inch ads yeah. that were just garbage stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about doing those for, That'd for be a homage. Fun. That'd be funny. Yeah. I mean, and then have web, really web cool. links to Amazon... The Amazon store or something. something like that. Yeah, something like that. That'd be great. Like random crap on the internet. You know, the, like, yes. like, like the hover scooter, you know, yeah. everybody wanted in the 1986. Yes. You know. Yeah, hoverboards. Build, build People hover still want those. Out of a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You could build your own spaceship from yep. parts. And you build know. your own gyrocopter. Come on. <laughs> then launch it out of your garage yes. and destroy your roof. Yes, exactly. You knew exactly <laughs> what movie exactly I was talking about. Make your own laser gun. Yeah. yeah, right. How to pick up women or trashy women? That's what yeah. it was. How to pick, pick up, up trashy women? women. You know what? Bring up the topic of trashy women. Uh-huh. And not, um, That's the topic we're going to right now. Wow. <laughs> the topic. Wow. Um, Speaking of trashy women, <laughs> let's talk about my trashy women. So, so um, a cu- couple of the goals that we have with the magazine, mm-hmm. and to, to kind of focus on what other other magazines are doing. Um, one of my big goals was that I wanted this magazine to literally be something that a mom or dad could find in their kid's backpack mm-hmm. and not have to worry about what they're yeah. looking at. So we, we're avoiding any sort of um, adult 
overtly adult advertising content. Nice. Well, we're, we're just not going to touch it because we want to, like I said, we want 13-year-olds to be able to pick up the magazine and parents not have to worry about it. So that's mm-hmm. where the trashy women came. No, I got, I got you. No, okay. no trashy women in the magazine. No trashy women in the magazine. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that is surprisingly a um, actually a strong um, uh, business model is kind of going for the safe for work. Whereas, like, a lot, I mean, yes, the not safe for work market has, you know, they have big advertising and they get, they make money too, but the the safe for work crowd is, like, also big, if not yeah. growing. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it, Especially it, in Utah. Interesting that you would mention that, because uh, where I work, nothing gets read more than something that is in the bathroom stall. Mm-hmm. So, if we can distribute to major businesses and they just put them in their bathroom stalls, yeah, maybe it'll get read. <laughs> what else are you going to do while yeah. you're... But, but you know That's what, a I, bold I, I, marketing <laughs> strategy. Yeah. We're so good, you can read us in your bathroom. <laughs> I think we're going to avoid that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I it it works where I work. Maybe not, maybe not uh, mass market. For magazines yeah. and bathroom stalls. They're what? I didn't even know they had places for things in the bathroom stalls. You would be surprised how many <laughs> bathroom stalls actually have magazines. Magazine yeah. yeah. That's... Really it's uh, it's a little awkward to walk into a male restroom and see a Maxim in the uh, in the bathroom stall. That's a little awkward. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, there's <laughs> not some of the bathrooms I've gone into, but <laughs> I read Maxim for the articles. I'm usually going into what is more commonly referred to as the head. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when you're underway, you you don't really on a boat filled with guys. You gotta yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. Back right. to you guys. Next, next topic. Off the bathroom humor. So, so our, so our first <laughs> out of the bathroom. <laughs> our first issue is going to basically be our, our how we we've broken it down into uh, since bi monthly yeah. broken it down to particular genre, uh, genres or, Top, or topics 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 yeah. per month. So or themes. Our our first theme, thank you, Adrian, is uh, Halloween. So okay. we're, we've got uh, articles focused on anime, um, cosplay. Well, 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 sorry, not anime, but cosplay. Um, which you guys know, Eric Hall. Yeah. We, we've got an article, we're going to have an article in there called The Many Faces of Eric Hall. Man, that guy has more cosplay costumes in his closet than anyone I know. I mean... And he, he brings them out of the closet. And he does, literally. Yeah. You can, just in one day, he like changes so many times. Yeah, and I, he looks, and it's not like it's the same guy. That, you know, because when he goes from Data to, say, Green Arrow, uh-huh. he looks completely different. Yeah. Or when he jumps into Superman, or you know Guy Gardner, it, uh, oh, yeah. Captain Adam. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, I and he don't makes think I would all know of the guy if I saw him. Yeah, he makes all of his yeah. costumes. Yeah, he does. And so uh, I actually know Eric from uh, we we used to work together at the oh, same nice. place. And so he's been a longtime friend of mine. And uh, it's just it's just this guy sits here and he he's like this regular everyday Joe. Yeah, nicest guy in the world. And he's been in. Star Trek documentaries. He's mm-hmm. been on. He's he's on William Shatner's his his uh, his um, dust cover. Yeah. He's got his picture on the back of his of his book. Well, I mean, I mean if you see uh, watch the documentary The Captains, uh-huh. there's a scene literally where, where William Shatner walks up and Eric's right there in yeah. the photo. So it, it's crazy. But I, I asked Eric about uh, about something at uh, Fan X. I was like I was like Eric, have you been to so many Star Trek conventions? And met these people so many times that they know you by name. And he goes, he goes. Some of them have started recognizing me, but Brent Spiner does actually ask him how he's doing. He's met him so many times. Wow. Wow. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That is pretty cool. 
So and then and then we we're gonna have a uh, a serial every month. We have uh, David West who who is an author. He's writing a chapter of a book um, every issue for us. Cool. Uh, we've got uh, some really neat um, recurring articles. One's called The Parenting Geek. It's basically a, just an article for parents on, on raising geek kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my more favorite um, articles, I know it's coming from guys who are running a magazine, but it's, uh, it's an article called Girls Gone Geek. And <laughs> I guess it's a play on words. Yeah. But, but what it is is that we are in such a male-dominated um, oh, we are. Um, genre or hobby, whatever. Industry. Industry. Yeah. That, that um, to have an article uh, of women heroes who have come into that industry, whether they're scientists or, or actors or, or authors or whatever, to inspire women, I think is, a, is an incredible way to go. And people are like, might just be like, well, you're just doing it to, to get people to read your magazine. Well, of course, duh. But yeah. that's, that's beside the point. I, th- I think it's a, it's a great cause to encourage particularly young women to get into um, physics or, or science or, or, or writing science fiction or becoming an actress or, you know, and, and there should be an, enough in there for men to want to read it too. I mean, yeah. for, well, I mean, on, on one of our panels we were talking about, uh, I think it was the Geek Revolution where someone brought up gender and, you know, mm-hmm. being a geek, there is no gender there. You know, you can be a geek whether you're male or female. So, I mean, that's great that you're including that in there because you know, a lot of... I would say females tend to shy away from showing how geeky they are because it is a male-dominant uh, yeah. kind of attitude, I well, guess. Well, look at the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <you know? laughs> this hey, is probably pretty representative of, guys, the, of the industry girl. in general. There were supposed yeah. to be two tonight. There's a girl at the table. I don't know <laughs> where she is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's really hard for them to kind of, because most often, you know, I think the topic came up uh, games online, Women have to hide. Hey, they're playing this because one, if they beat the crap out of a guy, they, you know, their buddies make fun of them, or they get angry, or two, they just get like wham-bested with get really guys mean. that are either mean or hitting on them. It's like, oh, there's a girl. Whoa! It's like it's like a lost unicorn, even though there's like five or six wandering outside your door, out on the street, but they don't come out of their closet or their basements. I don't know. Did, did, did you guys go to the uh, film festival at the the Laugh Out Loud film festival at Comic Con? No. Um, a friend of mine, uh, you probably know him too, Dan. Uh, sorry, Dan. Uh, Tom Carr. Yes, he, we know he, Tom. He, he did this film called. Um, um, what was it called? Oh, what was that called? Uh, it was. Boy, uh, Boy in the House. Yeah. Boy in the House, and it took the dichotomy of a comic book store and flipped it around, and it was girls or women that were in the comic book store playing games and reading comics. And a guy shows up, mm. and how guys would react in that situation. It was re- it was very funny. Nice. Mm. That that is really funny. That actually is. Huh. That's uh, cool. I'm gonna have to look that up. I like stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm kind of uh, then I'm really curious. Then you said um, you were mentioning your articles about geek parenting. Then um, so I'm gonna get both of your, both of you guys' opinions on this. Is and I, how how do you start addressing? Parenting a geek child. I mean, is it, is this coming from the point of view of, like, I guess, a geek coming out of the geek closet, so to speak, or is this going to be like, uh, or how do parent. you raise a geek child? Like, do you want your child to be? Do you that? want your child to grow up as a geek? Yeah. That... Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, geekdom has uh, has uh, earned a 
a, a place higher on the totem pole than it used to mm-hmm. oh, in yeah. terms of, you know, you got your jocks and you got your, your whatever, your, uh, your, cliques, your cliques and your high schools and stuff like that. And Geekdom has, uh, is a little bit higher on that, on that uh, totem pole, so I don't think it's a bad thing to have a, a, a geek child anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just like anything, I wouldn't want to force my kid to be a jock or yeah. a geek or anything like that, yeah. but it definitely makes it easier to relate to them if they're into the same things I am. Um, I, my, uh, my daughter, she's 11 years old and she enjoys, um, science fiction shows, more like magic shows. She, she okay. watches episodes of Charmed over and over and over again. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my opinion. Yeah. My, opinion? my 11 year old daughter's into Doctor Who. Oh, that's yeah, excellent. She loves it. I've tried to get my family into Doctor Who, yeah. but it's a little, it, it doesn't click with them. Yeah. Yet, my, my, my kids are a little weird. But that's okay. They love Doctor Who, Transformers, He-Man, all that. My son watches a lot of YouTube videos. It actually kind of irritates me. <laughs> he, Luckily, he watches, my kids don't do that. He watches. Actually, my daughter does too. The the how to play whatever videos they, they oh, watch. Yeah. YouTube videos of other people playing video games. YouTube you is know? amazing. I don't get it. But it has ruined. Things. You know, I have a five year old, and he uh, started playing Angry Birds when he was three hmm. on the iPod. I didn't teach him how to do it. In fact, I didn't know how he knew how to do it until I figured out that he was navigating himself through YouTube, watching tutorials about how to play Angry Birds. And, um, and he does that. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. You really need to watch a video on how... I, it's, well, it's, it's a three-year-old. I know, but, yeah. but three-year-olds, it's point, drag, the go. Well, you got to oh, get the man. angle right. That's how my three-year-old for the weak point. But, I mean, That's how my three-year-old was. Really, she was yeah. really good at it, though. Uh, yeah. So I, I think yeah. I think some of the more more dynamic parts of that article are going to focus on things like, um, you, you you know, you have a kid who can recite word for word the last three episodes of of um, Pokemon he watched, mm-hmm. but you can't get him to sit down and read a book for the life of him. Um, kids that are that have issues like that. Yeah. And and I think. Oftentimes, um, the genre of geekdom kind of gravitates uh, the interests of uh, people who are oftentimes um, ADD, ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's, it's a monopoly, but I think it, a, a lot of it drags because y- you have a lot of things that change quickly in, yeah. in geekdom. Uh, when you're playing video games or or games or, or shows that are very flashy and bright and big and things like that. And so it, it's, I think it's a struggle for parents who have like a child with ADHD, to find ways to incorporate the interest of Ash, you know, challenging someone at an arena, and it's getting, Ash Ketchum ready to throw his yeah. Pikachu, and <laughs> yeah. to to uh, getting a, getting your kid to sit down and and read a book. No, I mean that that is really difficult because I, I think it kind of relates to society instant gratification. You know, if you want to learn something, you don't go read a book; you watch it YouTube Absolutely. and go watch it. You know, if you want to figure out how to do this, you know, I mean, all the the broadcasting stuff. I checked out a book out of the library. Yes, a library. <laughs> my wait, kids, wait, wait, wait. What's the thing you, you speak of? My kids are now fascinated with the library, but beforehand they're just like, what's the library? So I'm like, it's this place where you can go check out books and read them. I mean, they love it now. It's like, when can we go to the library? When can we get a new book? But before that, I was like, I want to watch YouTube. Can I play a game on the computer? Hey, it's like, can I play the Wii? It's like... Ah, read you know, a book. 
I think that that is really that's valid. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think we're gonna have we're gonna get to a point. And we already are kind of getting to that point where technology is like surpassing. I mean, there's so many things that are. I don't know. It's like. Books will never go Life away. Life is changing, no. you know? Like, no. you know. That's what the Kindle Technology for. is changing our world. And I know this for a Kindle fact now. because Captain Picard actually had books on the Enterprise D. Yeah? Yep. Books oh, I'm sure they everything so, Star Trek predictions. So, Revan, here's what, you need, here's what you need to do. Remember what, uh, what Ed Greenwood said yes. what his dad would do. He'd stack the books up in his room. Oh, he yeah. said, you better not touch those books. Yeah. So you do that to your kids. See, that's, there's a problem. So you better not. Um, I better not. None of my those. paperback books, spines are broken, and my kids would break them, and then that would drive so me insane. So you go. You, you don't. You don't. You don't stack your books. You stack their books. <laughs> oh gosh, Rev, you are such a nerd. I can't break the spines of my books. I know. <laughs> it drives me crazy too. It does. I, I will literally. I, I have. I have if performed if, it perfectly that I can read without breaking my... Yeah. I need to bring him a co- my copy of the Clarence Quintet because that thing got opened so many times I ended up having well, to tape it together. Your wife... But then again, that book has also seen Antarctica. Have you seen Antarctica? No. No, I don't think so. But your wife was there. <laughs> Didn't she explain to you? Uh, you were underway or out and uh, we, we were doing a book signing with Bob Salvatore and I got these books in paperback and what is the first thing he does? Pulls it completely over, oh. breaks the spine, and then signs. And she's literally watching me have a heart attack. I'm just like, <laughs> of all people to break the spine, I think that Bob was the has only the right reason I did not go buy new ones. <laughs> my, my big pet yeah. peeve is uh, creases on, in magazine pages. Oh yes, mm-hmm. creases yeah. just drive me so in, 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 in any book or even yeah. in a book. Yeah, yeah. You, you flip you flip through it, and, and there, there's that little. Crease yep, on the page. Yeah, yep, yep, awful. And that was how I marked my. Uh, that's how I bookmarked my uh, books for the longest time. What dog earring yeah, the top corner? Yeah. Uh, no, I'd fold it all the way down to the paragraph I was on. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Wow. Ooh, man, that drive me crazy. See, for, for wow. me, though, I, I use sticky notes <laughs> if I want to do that. With my kids, I, I would seriously be delighted to buy twenty copies of a book yeah. if I could just get them to read one. Yeah. I how? think. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So, like, for instance, with my husband, he didn't really like reading uh, until, um, like, around 8th grade. It was that summer before 8th grade started. He and this kid were having a competition. They would be like, oh, look at how big my book is. Mm. You know, like, how many, <laughs> how many pages? I have mine more than yours. War and peace. Beat that one. Soon. <laughs> uh, we got Dune. Well, that got him reading, Storm starting Ar- reading. Stormlight Archives. Time. And once he started reading, reading Whale of Time, and that was a, those are big books. Yeah. And there was, I mean, he just barely finished them because, you know, the last one just came out. And uh, I'm so sorry he, he, he started reading those. He really loved reading after reading those books. And I think it's a lot of, I mean, it's that way with, with movies or anime or whatever. Like, you have to find what genre you enjoy. Oh, yeah. And then once you do, you can't stop. I think it's a writing style, too. I think you have things like, like uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, who... No. Who? Who? Sorry. <laughs> I just got, I just had to stop for a second, make sure I said his name right. Anyway, um, his story is fantastic. But have you tried to read the Hobbit lately? It's so hard. Uh, it, yeah. It's not Tolkien. an easy read. It took, However, it took me seven and a half months to read the Hobbit, and I was twelve at the time. Yeah. The Hobbit is the better of the three or yeah. the four. But to go through, you know, 
Yeah, what are fellowship. He goes fellowship into and great detail about Samwise's morning ritual, and then the battle yeah. at Helm's Deep is like yeah. two paragraphs. Well, this is, you know, and that it moves on through the Cimmerillion, you know. Uh, we were talked about on a panel with about dragons and Pauls, where there's this, there is this overlord dragon that he is larger than the largest mountains in, in Middle-earth. And he's so massive and big, he can he just lays waste to everything. And there's this huge battle, and there you know that takes forever. And he describes this guy sweeping this room that's almost two entire chapters. And guess how long this it the this death scene is of this dragon? A paragraph. It's a paragraph. Not even a line. It is mm-hmm. literally a paragraph, and it's like what the crap. You know, C.S. Lewis was uh, almost the same way. You know, the scene where the queen dies at the very end of that army. You know, you see them take off to go get all these guys, and then uh, the battle ends in a paragraph. George R.R. Really? Martin's also the same uh, the same way. He yeah. goes into so much detail about the coat of arms and what the people had for breakfast that, like, I hardly even cared Ned Stark died. Because he was so boring. But then you watch the first season and you're like, But then the first oh, season, no! yeah, the first the first season of uh, Game of Thrones, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, spoilers. I'll tell you what, yeah. I, was, I was watching, um, <laughs> I just finished the third season because I'm, I'm behind. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, don't be specific. Just, nah, I'll be specific. Oh, Joffrey dies, by the way. <laughs> anyway, I, I, was, I was so mad by who he killed that I was screaming at my television. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we all anyway, Oh, yeah. It but, happens. But, like, to, to go back to the, the whole writing style and how, we, how our yeah. program sort of today, um, Richard Paul Evans, have you read, has anybody read uh, Michael Bay? Yes. The, I, I enjoyed the books immensely. And they're such an easy read. They read like, like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. So, so to go from writing from the 1920s to, like, today, 100, almost 100 years later, mm-hmm. the writing style is so different. You have exceptions, yeah. You know, uh, but uh, I think I think uh, Evans is a is a uh, is a example of how we're going to see writing in the future, yeah. Because it's it's fluid, it, mm-hmm. it 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 moves the point along very quickly. It doesn't stick around very long on on certain things to detail, mm-hmm. you know, how the buckles on the shoes looked, you know, for four <laughs> four pages long, you know. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, just looking at uh, the Robert Jordan's World of Time, you go through those. It's, it takes forever to get through those yeah, books. Yeah, the first hundred until you, pages. Until you, always the first hundred Until you pages. get to the, the last three books where Brandon takes over because pa- Robert Jordan uh-huh. passed away. Yeah. And then the books just go, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Even though you're reading through three whole books. It's like, whoa. And granted, he is finishing it up, but the pacing is so much be- faster, and it moves you know, so fluidly, where the other ones, it's like, oh my gosh. I could have read... Like the first two chapters, the last two chapters of that book, skipped the whole entire section because that meant nothing to this whole story, and read the next one. I mean, that's literally how I felt. You know, the first two books I was good, then the last three books, hey, I'm I'm solid. That could be indicative of the of what you mentioned earlier about uh, the attention spans of us now. We the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. We we don't want to sit through a boring 400 page book. We want a cinematic 200 page book. I loved. All three weeks of going through uh, both uh, Wave Kings and uh, the new Stormlight, or Words of Radiance. It took me three weeks to read both of those together, and that's over 2,000 pages Hmm. collectively. Man, I loved every minute of that. (laughs) Well, when you're reading a book that's very fluid, very fast, you Mm -hmm. can go really fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. When When it's a book where it's so much 
symbolism or, or you know things like that, it can really yeah, bog token, your reading token down. Yeah, Tolkien will really take you forever. Mm-hmm. When you start dealing with too much, too, I guess too much abstract mm-hmm. ideas and stuff, because then you're spending all that time wrapping your brain around it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, flipping back two or three chapters to try and remember what was going on but, before. But, but, yeah. but in turn, to give them credit, mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily know if writing today would be the same as it is if it wasn't for... Oh, no, it, it definitely wouldn't be. Fiction or fantasy, like, yeah, oh, it yeah. definitely so, wouldn't be. So I've got to give them credit where credit's due. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're gods among, uh, among authors. Yeah, they are. But and, and they, they, so they took better. the time to create the boring world that we play in now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, they established the... the uh, the, the genre they established the world, oh, and then we just, you know, throw a little a little curveball in there, tweak it a little bit, and call it our own. Yeah. Well, I'm not a writer, but in general. No, I mean it, that's the truth. You know, we wouldn't have fantasy settings as we do now without Tolkien. So you're we wouldn't like, have Fantasy Con. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. 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 Tie back into the topic of the show. So, so, you, <laughs> so then you're effectively <laughs> implying then what I'm getting here though is like. You're, like uh, the the older writing styles, like like Tolkien and Lewis, are pretty much outdated. They they're, they're that time has sort of come. Not along. outdated, classic. Classic. <laughs> classic. Classic. They're uh, rustic, maybe. Yeah. But so so but that but that sort of writing style is sort of kind of come and gone. It's it's made way for the new generations of yeah. shorter attention spans. But right? I still think it crops up. I think you, Mar- Martin has a very good way of, or, or Jordan has a very good way of having that classic writing style, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, modernizing a little bit, but I still think it's very classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, mean, there, I would say the, the way they write is more antiquated because we've learned to take that and make it better. It's still classic in, in reading it because, I mean, you go back there and it, it is great to go through it and kind of roam the lands of Middle-earth and things like that. Yeah. Every, I don't know anyone that really hasn't yeah, read one of those books. Yeah, with our own imagination. Um, but that brings me to the, second, uh, to the second question then is, so then you, uh, do you guys feel then that contemporary science fiction and fantasy is more of just postmodern, uh, postmodern fantasy where we're just taking someone else's idea, drawing the inspiration completely from it, and then popping out something new rather than actual inspiration? That, yeah, I, I got a rebuttal for that. But. Okay. I, I tend to agree with that. Um, in my mind, there aren't really any new ideas anymore. Okay. Everything has been done to death. <gasps> I'm no, sorry. Death. Sharktopus <laughs> is completely <laughs> brand new. <laughs> that has breathed new life into the genre. All right. I guess the Sci-Fi Channel is exempt from that from that generality. But <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel is exempt from a lot. Of there yeah. are so many things you can do with sharks and piranhas that they have not yet scratched the surface of, sir. Ooh. But then, then you're, you're, you're Shark-a-cane. still... Shark-a-cane. It's still Ooh. not really uh, original because you... you you look at two animals that should not go together, or two elements that should not go together, and yeah. then write a stupid story around it and call it a Sharknado. movie. <laughs> hey, well, you never know. I have a pretty awesome original zombie idea, actually. But zombie sharks? Did. But no. you're not going to share it with but the world? But I'm not going to share it, because okay. I'm going to do something with it. Um, per- personally, I-, I would say if, if you're going to say post-contemporary, then Tolkien was post-contemporary, because all of his stuff comes from mythology. It does. So it, the, stuff's been, the stuff's been around for, for thousands, thousands of, years. of years. Yeah. And so uh, I, well, one thing I like about Tolkien is that he took it and, and, and made it contemporary at that time. And like, for example, his story 
really and fundamentally comes down to the um, the, the it, it was World War Two. I mean, if, if, you, if you go down to what he was really writing about, it was about the, the socioeconomics of the time, the wars and, yeah. and you know, all that stuff. And he just made it, put elves and dwarves and, and all that stuff over top of, you know, the Nazis and the Americans and the Russians. So you're saying the orcs and the goblins are Nazis? Probably. Okay. Probably. So, I can... but, so would that be the dwarves or the Americans then? Or the humans were the Americans. Well, Probably I, the I humans. I don't know. But... Well, and so the Brits were the elves. I don't. I'm not going to go too deep into that. I don't know all those details. I just, I just know that that a lot, a lot of people analyze it, and, and yeah. it does come no, down do. to. So there's there, there's really no original idea no. that probably hasn't been in the last thousand or two thousand years. It was original at one time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, somebody takes those elements and puts it together, uh, and uh, ah, who was it? Can't remember who it was that coined the phrase. Ninety percent of everything is crap, and. Um, you uh, you you put it together, and you know, ten percent of stuff is worth watching. Ninety percent's crap, and uh, just so happens that Sci-Fi Channel is on the lower end of that scale. I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of fun in that ninety. They didn't used to be, but they are now. Yeah, there's still a lot of fun in that ninety percent. No, there. there, there yeah, there's definitely a distinction in my mind, at least. Uh, there's a distinction between a good movie and a fun movie. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought Evil Dead was in that ninety percent. Oh. Evil Dead. Awesome everyone yeah. loves it. Yeah. But no, you're right. So then, how do you make a distinction between a good movie and a fun movie? A team. A team. The A team was not a good movie, and I've had I've had huge arguments over people. Dude, that's an the, amazing movie. No, the A team was not a, a good movie. I love yeah, it. It was a fun movie. Yeah. It was a very fun movie to watch, and I enjoyed. And I'd, I'd watch it again. But was it a good movie? I don't yeah. know if you'd say it was a. I, yeah. I, my my yeah, definition of good. Yeah. I would, I would say it was good for the time of most action movies that were coming out. Most of the action movies that were coming out, the protagonists were just so steel-jawed and hard-boiled that they didn't care that what they were doing was the fantasies of every 14-year-old boy. Whereas in the A-Team, during the scene where they're flying the tank, they're in that tank having a blast, laughing their asses off, at the absurdity of what they're doing. I think that was what made the A-Team as fun and as entertaining and as good as it was at the time. I, I tend to classify most action movies as not good but fun movies mm-hmm. for exactly that reason. Last uh, action, the Last Action Hero was a fun movie. Uh, a, a, a good, a good movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, a good movie to me. I don't even know if you can classify that as a so movie. The, well, <laughs> a good movie to I me, though, is... Is something that you know the, the directing is good, the acting is good, the plot is good, um, and there's there's elements that would qualify it as you know award worthy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have fun movies that are not any of those things I just mentioned, but they're still fun to watch. Okay. And there's plenty of those, and there's merits to each. Yeah. Um, and I've we've had this discussion about the Twilight movies before. Mm-hmm. They're they're in my opinion they're utter crap. No, they're, in, they're beyond utter crap. In, in terms of cinematic, you know, quality of the movie, they're crap. But some people love them. Yeah. Admit that you love. Uh, admit that they're crap. You can still love them. Yes. Okay. That's so, that's so my decision. Matter, there are toiletards abound. So toiletards, yes. I like that. Okay. So, you're, so, you're, so we're saying that it's kind of important that we admit to our own guilty pleasures. Absolutely. Okay. I think that's I, what being a geek is about. Yes. You you, some things are just terrible. But they're still fun. Yeah. And Zakora's over here okay. biting you, you her just, lip because, <laughs> because Twilight was Gosh, mentioned. Guys. She's like, <laughs> Come on, you're going to beat me up. 
<laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can watch something terrible and still enjoy it, and mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Just admit that it's terrible, that you still love it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So then, uh, so Sharktopus, then how, how do I we, want a sequel. Then how do we um, assuage our egos then? Because, I mean, that sounds like what I think a lot of this comes down to, is that we're not willing to admit that to people, to other <laughs> to in public, that... You know, like my one of my favorite movies is Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, and he mentions and it almost every episode. Especially if you bring up the prospect of a sequel or anything that's number two. I've never heard of that movie. Really? No, no one well, has until you listen to this show because Joe mentions it every show. <laughs> now, you see, my eighties <laughs> movie, see, it could, you could love that movie forever and ever and ever, and you never have to bring it up, and no one would even know. Yeah, no one even care. My BMX movie that I never get to, or not my BMX, but my eighties movie that I never get to bring up is Rad. Oh, and then yes. they, and they have their prom and they're all in the BMX bike. Yeah. yeah. Oh my right. gosh. See, I, I, I have affinities for the 80s movies, uh, Last Starfighter. Good one. Love that yeah. movie. I'd like to see that redone, actually. And then um, uh, Night of the Comet. That's what, that which one I think that'd really be a really one. cool remake. I, yeah. I enjoyed that and one. Those are very geeky movies. Creepy. Yeah. Was, so every actually, time Haley's comma would come around when I was getting my, like, oh my God. um, is this really gonna happen? <laughs> so uh, first off, it's actually uh, top of the hour right now, so I think we should probably do a drop. So I will play it first one right now. All right, I'll turn down the mics. This next half of the interview is going to be brought to you by Amazon.com. Uh, once you're done with listening to the show, if you want to get yourself any of the other books that you've been uh, hearing about in the past few weeks, just go to the sidebar uh, located at DungeonCollegeRadio.com, clear out your cookies, enter in your search term, and shop as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra and uh, even kicks a little bit of money back to us. So it's not entirely a selfless gesture. That's Amazon.com. Like All right. Electric Boogaloo. Too. I found so, that. I since we are actually on the topic of 80s movies, I want to get your guys' opinion on this because my sign off this year oh, yeah. is uh, themed after 1980s movie quotes. Great. And I've actually opened it up to our to our uh, listening audience to vote on what uh, 80s movie I should quote tonight. Who's the master? We have we have one quote. We have one uh, vote so far for uh, Princess Bride. Shut so up. that's winning. So if you guys want to throw a name in the uh, I've like hat thrown out vote, seven of them. Yours don't count because you're a ginger. Mine was official. <laughs> I Just because I actually didn't show up in a photo while yeah. in fantasy con. That was Not amazing. Me you can keep throwing that out there. Everyone else showed up but me. Yes. I get. I got to the entire con that gingers do not show up on film. And they take a selfie of a, a group selfie. He looks like a ghost. And I am literally not there. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, He's just a blur in the background, which is proof of purchase. No, it's just because I'm so awesome it and so fast that I was blurring in and out. I am like gingers I, are oh vampires. I have yeah. the speed force. Really, yeah, that, that daywalker is amazing. Wow. Daywalker. Yeah. And it is also proof positive that Joe is not a ginger. He is a redhead. <laughs> what? See, I just I, I don't Speed see what the force. difference is, but I mean the, I'm not complaining either. So I, I, that's it, the that's the reason why you're red is because you don't see the difference. Oh, okay. see, he's, picture, he's oh, just, so it's a mind huh? over matter thing. Uh, I, I, say it's really I kind of look matter. like a dementor in this picture. I look like I'm trying to like <laughs> suck the life out of he Amber. Does. <laughs> kind of weird. That picture's epic, by it's the way. Too, it's <laughs> it's too bad she's not here to defend herself. Oh, yeah. well. oh well. all right. So, so you, you, uh, I heard the blob was going to be uh, one of the votes. The, the blob? No, the blob? No. What? <gasps> For, oh, wait a minute. Are we talking about quotes? Mo- movie yeah, quotes movie from, quote. from the eighties? Eighties movie, movie he, uh, had a. Uh, he, he he got my quote. Who's the master? 
from Last Dragon. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That, that was uh, that and Spaceballs were the two most watched uh-huh. movies of my childhood. Had Roddy Roddy Piper in it. Oh, they live. They live. I already did that one. Oh, you did. Oh, I got a picture of me and Barf. At Fantasy Con. What? Yeah. You and Barf? It's a good thing yeah. you finished that, because I heard... <laughs> I, got a picture of I got a picture of me and Barf. Like, I have it on my... Well, well even take a picture phone. of you throwing up. Even <laughs> out of context of that, just like I could just picture a, a picture, a selfie picture of, of, uh, of Zach just kind of sitting in front of a pile of puke, just like... Smiling up at the camera. Look at me in front of Bobby. <laughs> I'm pretty so sure funny. he was over at the uh, Salt Lake City uh, Comic Con press conference too. Yeah. Let me Bar see Ford? if I can yeah. pull yeah. it up because my phone's dumb. And we did see him at Fanex. <laughs> I got to so, meet people from Fanex. Kid History. So if anybody wants to start getting um, start getting show their support for for U Geek magazine or they want to start contributing, how can uh, how can they do that? That's a fabulous question. Thanks for asking. Actually, um, so we we are looking for people to help contribute. Um, we're, we're basically open to anything at this point in time okay. because we we you know we want to be a, a community run mm-hmm. outlet. So um, we've got uh, some great uh, um, writers right now. Helping us with various articles, uh, Deborah Moore, mm-hmm. who's a neighbor of mine, she she actually has worked for a couple of newspapers in the area. Okay. So she's helping, and you know, send us an email at info, not at info, but info at ugeekmedia.com. Okay. Or you can contact us through our Facebook page, Facebook uh, slash ugeekmedia, and um, throw us out some ideas. And we're, like I so said, we're up to pretty much anything. You know, Carter Reed, uh, which you guys know, yeah, I'm sure. Um, he's doing um, um, our comic. We were gonna, we're, you know, we well, one of our taglines for the magazine is is it's a convention in every issue. So we've got, you know, we've got the dealers room and we've got uh, interviews, celebrities. We've got a comic. We've got uh, all kinds of different things, and and so that's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. And um, if anybody's interested in helping. We've got all kinds of things we could we could use assistance with. Okay, yep. and uh, we're we're going to be throwing out everything on our Facebook page. So like us at uh, Facebook.com/slash/UGeekMedia, and um, yeah, follow us. That's that's where most of our most of our content Un- goes. Unlike your shameful, unshameful plugs, ours are all shameful. <laughs> and uh, to help those plugs, you can also check out our Facebook page, Dungeon Crawlers Radio, and we've got all their contact information just listed right on there. Awesome. We're that quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. Like ninja. Word. This is why we keep calling around because. Oh, Despite him not really putting anything like, you know, original in the uh, show, he does do something, you know, on the internet. Oh, wait a minute. So, uh, this is one thing you missed at FantasyCon. What did I miss? It? What's one of the many things that I missed at FantasyCon? Ben Con? has a new name. Oh, good. Yeah. No, he, he's it, been tagged Mr. No, Ideas. It does not exist yeah, yet. Not really. No, we are not, not, not floating no. this. Even, even <laughs> if so, he's still better as the fat kid that just follows around. I like Little Ben. I think that's it's cute. Just, it's just stick with Little Ben. All right. <laughs> kind of fitting, but kind of, kind of not. Kind of you not. said uh, we'll be able to see the first issue of You Geek Magazine, or I In guess September. The uh, I guess you'll have print copies ready to go, hopefully. Uh, the very end of August, early September. And we're going to be uh, distributing at the, a lot of places you see a lot of your other favorite magazines, uh, libraries, um, comic shops, uh, mm-hmm. copy stores. And it's going to okay. be free. It will be free to the readers. So nice. grab, grab an issue. Don't be shy. Grab a couple and take them to your friends, whatever. But don't, like, grab them and line your 
canary cage. That's just not cool. Don't yeah, do that. But you could put them in the other one. That's what the free magazines do. Like that's what the Tribune's for. Yeah, do that the City Weekly. Hi yeah, we put, probably shouldn't say that because they want to interview. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, uh, I mean, um, uh, <coughs> Denver Times. Yeah, yeah Deseret Times. Deseret News. <laughs> so, um, so real, uh, real quickly before we have to start taking a break, Did you just is... censor me. No. <laughs> you got the big red, big red button over there. So I do have the, a big red button. So but I better not touch it. I guess defining geek. How? How? What? What? What defined geek for you? What was your defining moment in geekdom for each of you guys? Defining moment in geekdom. What is the moment that you knew you were a geek? Or uh, a nerd. I guess that's a better or a way. Or a nerd. I saw a bright light. <laughs> and I, I heard I, a bunch of screaming in the delivery room. <laughs> I was, uh, I don't remember how old I was. My brother got me into Star Trek. He was watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I sat down and watched it. I'm One episode. So I was sorry. done. That's it. Had me. What a horrible way to start yeah, being yeah, a the whole geek. What? A Trekkie? Uh, a, a little bit. Oh, no. No. The, don't uh, even go there. Oh, uh, I went yeah. there. Oh, you went there. I did. Uh, oh my I approve. Stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, my, you can't have enough so. room in your heart to love both. No. Um, I do. Nope. The newer ones, know? yes. But the older ones, no. Oh, <laughs> TNG was awesome. Oh, dear. We opened that. That was, the, was awesome. That, that was that, the shiznit right there. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the finding moment of Star Trek history. That's a, the worst. That's, out of one to ten, ten being amazing, one being eh, is okay. three. All right. Okay. I've got, got, got two words for you. Jar Jar Binks. Mic drop. Uh, no, he's yeah. horrible. Yeah, Mic he's drop right there. But there, there's, there's, there's where we can tie that into, uh, you know, good versus fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the heck out of yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation. I will fully admit that some of the episode, episodes were absolute crap. Yeah, yeah. But uh, true. that's, what, that's like, what got me into sci-fi. Like the tar monster on that planet that ate Tashi And that's also the show that uh, got me to love slash hate cliffhanger endings awesome. over the season. <laughs> they the, were the, the, kings of that. Yes, the, the, first time, that. the first time I saw a, a, you know, a cliffhanger ending, mm-hmm. I forget what season it was, uh, the next week, I tuned in to figure out, to find out what happened. Yep, and it was rerun. Not understanding the fact that there's only 24 episodes to a season, and I had yeah. to wait six months to see the next, epi- <laughs> uh, next episode. It really kind of pissed me off. And that's a good point, because like at the last episode of uh, The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. what kind of cliffhanger was that? Oh. We're trapped, but we're still going to kick their butt. They messed with the wrong, gr- the wrong yeah, people. Yeah, well, like, what? I, I don't really think we had cliffhangers <laughs> till Next Generation. Really, I mean, if they were, they were just kind of wimpy. Yeah, they were the, at least resolved for the uh, season finale. Sort of, yeah. But you know, with Next Generation, I will give them credit for that. They really left you like so much. Like yeah. you wanted to throw your TV set outside and start cursing because you know the Borg stole Picard. Now what the crap are we gonna do? Yeah, the next thing, the, the last thing you see is Picard as a Borg saying, "I am Lacutus." Yeah. Ah, and it's like awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You cannot get that crap Another- with. With Star Wars. You get Luke, I am your father, but it's been so long ago, everybody knows that already. Have any of you guys seen Alias? Alias? Mm-hmm. I have not seen Alias. Okay, so this was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. I was convinced that I was going to be a CIA agent because of this show. <laughs> like most yeah, people now want to be a CSI. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, they were horrible about their cliffhanger ending. Well, yeah. At the end of season, I don't know. Actually, remember what season actually, but um, they—you thought that like your very favorite character was dead, 
like literally dead. Not just maybe dead, but actually so dead. Game of in the ground or cremated dead. Yeah. And uh, kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. except they always came back. Yeah, <laughs> I love <Yeah>. Buffy. <laughs> I'm a big vampire nerd. Uh, yeah. All right, so the, the, we the, really the, went there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really All right. So it's already quarter past the hour. We need to. Uh, then we should probably wrap wrap up. We'll take a small break. Word. Uh, yep. So September was the first issue, or end of August. Uh huh. Check out Epic Puzzles and Games. I'm sure they'll be here. They will be here. Uh, you're pretty much anywhere you see City Weekly or Slug Magazine. You're probably going to be seeing You Geek Magazine. For, for, we may not be in Graywell. I don't know. We'll see. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. That, that's yep. the goal. You know, it's not going to happen right away. We're not going to yeah. have mass distribution all the way, you know, across the state. But that's the goal. All right. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're doing a modest release. We're going to be Salt Lake County and then the surrounding counties are, are our goal, and then we're going to branch off from there. So all for right. those of you listening out there that don't live in Utah, get your friends in Utah to mail you a copy of SLG, SL Geek. That, you, that's you, a good point. You Geek Magazine. I am so uh, and we, we, are like, gonna, we are going to offer subscriptions, so if anybody does want us to mail yeah. to them, we, cool. can, we can figure that out. And awesome. uh, we'll also cool. be publishing electronic version PDF, uh, PDF on our website. Excellent. Once Wonderful. that's all done. All right. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, folks, uh, you heard it here. To be found in Turn bathrooms in. near you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Really, really nice bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. We're going to take a small Good break, bathrooms. and we will return right. after this. Whee!
contact, if you come in contact with the infected, think of the Dungeon we're back. Wee! We're going to talk about Fantasy Con. We are. Are we going to do, uh, do some more geek I news? I thought we were. Let's, let's run through some geek news real quick. Okay. And then I think there's also those other things we need to bring up that uh, I missed out on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Firestorm? Yep. He's going to show up in the Flash. Robbie ML? That's right. The guy that put the brother to the guy, Steven, that plays uh, the arrow on mm-hmm. uh, Arrow, uh, is going to be showing up as one of the halves of Firestorm. So, pretty awesome. And then, uh, for the Arrow, they're going after Brandon Routh to play the Atom in the upcoming season. So, looks like they're trying to pull everyone together. And since the Flash is going to be in the upcoming Superman-Batman movie, the same person that's playing him, I'm pretty sure they're going to start pulling in these the TV show actors into that as well. So... Uh, Chris Columbus, we all know him from wonderful 80s movies. Yep, he's going to be producing the Goonies and Gremlins sequels. <gasps> oh, that's Yay. right. I, I that. love this picture uh, of Gizmo. This is what they're, they're throwing out as the teaser for the upcoming Gremlins movie. That's right. You see oh my Gizmo goodness. with a shotgun. Yes. <laughs> Gizmo with a shotgun. You know, I actually never watched... Gremlin. What? I was really frightened of it. What? So I didn't ever like. It's I almost think I like saying you've never seen it, Star Wars. I know. I, I should remedy it. You so uh, everybody's favorite uh, um, speech impediment non or uh, let's see, what do, what do you, no mm-hmm. arm having uh, um, uh, 
internet uh, star is going to be coming back with the uh, return of Homestar Runner. After, he's coming back. What? Yep, after April Fools, after their April Fools, uh, just you know, like just reawakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just, I guess, people just started going back to the site again, and uh, they, uh, the co-creator has confirmed that they are going to go back and start making uh, new stuff again for the website. Cool. And I am getting giddy now. That's exciting. Tractor! Because <laughs> after, like, when I watched the April, their April Fool's episode, it just reminded me of all the reasons why I would go there every single day mm-hmm. to see Burning what new stuff the they put in there. Strong Bad's emails just made me so happy. <laughs> my, they I have, have to, to seriously brother. update those though because the old, you know, old you know BGA monitor. That's the funniest thing about you, it. They're, they're, it's not gonna work now. But we'll oh, see. their 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 streaming uh, their streaming window. No, just when he would go read the emails. And yeah. it would show up like an old VGA monitor. That was, did, did, that's did, what's did, hilarious did, did, about did, did, did. it. And he'd so like, funny. He, he, he would upgrade every now and again, but it would just like, he's like upgraded like three generations yeah. below everybody. Hmm. Yeah. But, yay. Thank you. Thank you, Homestar Runner, for bringing joy to life. <laughs> I think the Batman Superman movie just got worse. Um, there are rumors that Doomsday will be showing up in it. Yeah. A reliable source has uh, said they have been working up designs for the character of Doomsday. It sounds like it's going to be. I just like think they're the throwing Lego way Batman too much in it. Game. Well, they've got way too much to catch. They're playing way too much of a catch up game with the Avengers and with uh, yeah. X Men First Class. I know. So there's really no way for them to yeah. really try to make something. Like, oh, we've got to put a lot more stuff into this thing. And yeah, yeah this becomes right. the cinema equivalent of shooting your wad too yeah. fast, you know? Okay, so since we don't have much time, we're at 23 after the hour, let's jump into FantasyCon. Let's, let's plow All through right. this and try to get as much as we can before we Aww. jump into So the rest of our jump into uh, FantasyCon is going to be uh, brought to you by Audible.com. So if you want a free audio book, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio and sign up for your free book. It uh, doesn't cost you anything, and if you don't want to be a member anymore, you can cancel as any time you want. Whatever books you did get are yours to listen to for your enjoyment. Audible, they just make sense. All right. All right. Okay, so Fantasy Con. It was awesome. What are the top two moments that each of you have? Go. Pain. Mm. And pain. Oh, wait, that was just me. So, the cosplay contest mm-hmm. was amazing. Okay. Um, they had a couple pretty legit judges. Um, well, that's quite a few legit judges. Yeah. I mean, Doug Jones. D- was Doug one Jones of them. Yeah. was pretty much focusing on like the acting of each individual. So, if you guys aren't familiar with how cosplay contests work, basically, it, there's multiple things that go into judging, and there's different types of groups that go into it as well. Um, so. First off, there's the cosplay outfit, and there's different categories depending on if they created it themselves, if they bought it, um, if um, they had assistance with it, stuff like that. And then there's group cosplay groups and um, specific genres of -hmm. cosplay as well. So, like, they had quite a few um, Game of Thrones or... 
um, League if, of Legends. There was they, a guy that they had a lot of Zelda. Really looked like Littlefinger. I mean, yeah. really spot on I, from the pictures I saw. Yeah, it yeah. was legit. Creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. Um, I was like... He, he ended up winning I, one of the awards, I looked too. at them over I and over again. I think it was again. like best choice or something nice. like that. You know what's, what's um, actually been kind of awesome about the, the cosplay is it's actually making... A lot of headlines ju- outside of uh, of Utah. Like I've been oh, yeah. like a lot of the the cosplay little rear things and fashionably geek on on uh, Facebook. They've actually been showcasing a lot of the uh, cosplayers that have, that came up to uh, FantasyCon. Well, yeah, that, that cash prize well, alone was when well when FantasyCon was doing this, um, they had um, Sarah heading it up, and Sarah did a phenomenal job um, in making sure that the cosplayers had a fun time, yeah. that it was all about them, that it wasn't anything else regarding the convention. It was, hey, let's focus on cosplayers. Cosplayers don't get as much recognition and focus as they really should, especially the ones that go out and build their own costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, the acting alone that they did on the stage was so legit. Yeah. If you guys haven't yet uh, joined the group, FantasyCon community. Uh, it's a group me and Ben created while created while we were at FantasyCon. It's way legit. Check it out. Tons of photos on there. Tons. Um, you can Lots. also check out our page, and we've got a bunch on there as well. Even more. Yes. Yeah. We took. <laughs> uh, I think I took over 500 photos when I was just doing the cosplays. Well, if, so. I, if I remember right, our total was somewhere between four and five thousand photos yep. for the Grand entire total, con. Yeah. for the entire Ooh. thing. Only. That's a lot. A yeah. We had, right. Well, at one point, we had three people wandering, taking photos. So, number one for Colin was cosplay. Zach? Uh, probably the interview with Nobility Cast. Mm-hmm. That was one of the funnest, coolest things. I, I loved talking to them and like hearing more about the Nobility series. and um, They were really cool people and nice we, and fun to interview. Which, unfortunately, now is going to institute a new policy for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. No, all Joe interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Joe cannot be fully responsible to carry the entire oh. interview from now on. Zakora was on it. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I, I know, but I, yeah, you were. You were on top of that. Yeah, but it was just, like Joe felt a lot of the pressure, so we need to make sure that never happens hey, again. Joe even did though, fantastic. Fairness, even though was, he did an amazing, amazing job. In fairness, though, I think a lot of that had to do with the the short time frame oh, in which we had yeah. to, that put the pressure on. Yeah. Now, and you guys were also missing me, so it was well, yeah, well, and I bad. was on a panel. You were gone. Yeah, so it the pressure was on Joe. Sorry, Joe. So, so uh, yeah, so not not not. We just need, we your, need to make sure. Next, story, next but, time, I will try not to uh, injure yeah. my leg. Uh, I'll just say the <laughs> probably the flagoon. least favorite point was darn right you gravity. After yeah, the nobility <laughs> interview because I just I, like I seriously went right back up to the press room. Falls apart. Yeah, I just went goes right. in the corner and starts cradling. <laughs> yeah, I ran, I ran, I went right back up to the. So press was room that what put you in tears? No, no, no. no. no okay. No, no, no. Well, so, that, so, so pretty much, so, so one of the ooh, things. So if you can imagine uh, Ace Ventura in 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 the shower, but uh, not during, after during the crying bank game scene. Yeah, yeah, that was where like, he's just holding himself under the shower, just rocking back and forth. That was Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I had to turn my guts inside out yeah. just because the pressure was so on. But I still haven't gone back to listen to that, but I know uh, we're doing some tweaks to it just because there were some audio issues with because we plugged into their system and it did something funky. Look, look for it. Darn too. low audio quality. Yeah. What word? So we're we're editing that and increasing that, and we need to do that quickly because they're asking about that too. 
Yeah. Oh, of course. So, yeah. so my high point was <laughs> getting uh, text updates from you guys every now and again, hearing about Joe getting all the awesome interviews and uh, Revin being able to sit on the, on the interviews that he got to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Sean Aston. And seeing the picture of that awesome bag you guys got. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. the bag was so legit. And you also missed the fact that I completely and totally stumbled and lost my train of thought on an interview. Yeah. <laughs> the one time. It was the <laughs> first yeah. time. First time in years. Did you get caught peeking at well, one of the cosplayers? No. 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 So I went to interview <laughs> Renee O'Connor, Gabrielle. Okay. So we, got, we have another one. Awesome. And I completely Lucy Lala, lost after you. my train of thought and just, I, I went blank. I stumbled and went blank, and I had to yeah. recollect myself and start over. I was solid after that, but I literally... Yeah, thankfully Renee yeah. was like... Yeah. She was really cool about it. She, yeah. I just like... And I apologize. I'm like, this hasn't happened in a long time. Because <laughs> the truth is, it hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But... You know, and it was a great interview. She was really friendly, very nice. Uh, we, we, so we interviewed her. We did get uh, Sean Austin and Billy Boyd. Granted, it wasn't a one-on-one, but hey, I'm not going to complain. We still got great video of him and just got some great questions I, there. I hear Billy Boyd just at the at the booth itself was a very awesome guy. Like he was, God, it was funny. He was he was working the he stage was out there, his, working uh, everybody. His show too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he he starts off the interview. So there was us and a couple other uh, small me- small press, and he just sits there and goes, you know, he just kind of, you know in his Scottish accent, he's like, yeah. Like, I got up at 4.30 this morning, and I went out to the Great Soul Lake. It was pretty floaty. <laughs> I just floated around for a while. I mean, and that's how he starts off. It was pretty floaty. And, you know, and then he just keeps going on, and he was throwing funny things in like crazy. And he's like, if you ever dressed in cosplay, what would it be? He's like, oh, it'd be anyone except for I. You know, he's like, but I'd probably do Iron Man as long as I don't have to do this. And he puts his arms back and does that little. <laughs> <laughs> it just was funny. I mean, it was great. You know, Sean was good too, but he, you could tell he was tired. Um, but he still did a good. I mean, we got 25 minutes with Sean, and then 12 with Billy Boyd, and they only told us we had five with each of them. So uh, yeah, it was crazy. During during one of the uh, Lord of the Rings panels that that they did. He even sang the, uh, I think it's a walking song. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, they, that's they, the, that's the, the song he makes while they're, while, ah, crap. I'm while, while he's in the, while, uh, he, while he's singing to the steward. Yeah, of, exactly. Uh, yeah. Mist and Shadow. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, no, they, they did a lot of really cool things at FantasyCon. Um, you know, there is a scene where the guy that played Gimli's father pretty much told Gimli he couldn't go on a quest. You know, so they had him and John Reese davies which, you know, they're not really young guys, mm-hmm. but they're sitting there and he's like, <laughs> and John Reese davies is just pulling off the facial features like he's this little, you know, 14-year-old little boy that wants to go out on the adventure with his dad, and he's That's like, awesome. you can't go, and he's like, oh. I mean, literally, you just see him just like, <laughs> you can just feel like, just like that, oh, man. FantasyCon 2, which this is, this is actually kind of something I'm hoping that they do. Is instead of doing the year, they actually start numbering it so they can start doing Roman numerals. Well, FantasyCon Fantasy needs to do Roman numerals. It's going to be different. It's, uh, so next year will be a space theme. Oh. 
I still, they still need to do. You can still do Roman numerals in space. Yeah, you know you can. Star Trek did. But, yeah, uh, there, you know Josh. Uh, but over, then Josh Joe can at least do space you know space. fantasy con to electric boogaloo, no. and it actually hey, makes sense. So that way, yeah. it would actually make sense since they're going to be in space. But no, I mean they did a lot of things right. No one I ever. I don't think I saw a single person upset, mm-hmm. other than, and I won't say their names. There were certain. People, a few choice people who were that were there that didn't enjoy themselves, and I'll leave it at that. We can talk off air about that. But everyone was having fun. I mean, people were sitting in the battlegrounds watching, having fun. People were even signing up to go into the battlegrounds and get beat up. And <laughs> let me tell you, that was not friendly yeah, battle. So, yeah, some <laughs> of mean, those guys would like it beat you down. I mean, if you've ever watched. The beginning of Gladiator. <laughs> it is pretty dang close to what was going on. Yeah. They would charge in and then just pound into each other. It was amazing, and it was. And you know, I was expecting. Okay, they kind of go in, and you know, it'd be like boxing where they kind of dance around a little bit and then wait for an opening and jab. No, no, they just charged and beat the crap out of everyone. <laughs> it was awesome. That's the that's the joy of uh, of fights like that. Yeah. It's it's all about. Fast. It's all yeah. about clubbering. Because you, you, with full metal or full gear on, it, it drains your mentality. Oh, it, it drains your your your, uh, vital, your, your, strength, your strength. It drains all of yeah. your stamina, and you will not fight for very long. So their their tactics are all based on shock and awe. So they're yeah. going to go in there fast and hard, and they're going to try to take people down as quickly as possible. Yeah. If it goes longer than a few minutes, then it's going to be a very boring fight. You know, they didn't have. I mean, they. If, if you were going in looking at this of, you know, vendors compared to Comic-Con, you'd be vastly surprised. There was not that many. Maybe a yeah. tenth of what but Comic-Con they were, had. Yeah. yeah, but they were all choice vendors. Though. Yeah, for they the were most very part, applicable. I mean, yeah. so you see them. the few things I would suggest is a change. You know, one thing that was very difficult, we were trying to find some of the, the, master, the master artists. Mm-hmm. To get interviews with them, and Joe and I were having problems finding these guys. Yeah, they, it, they weren't scattered. they they weren't congregating in, in an area. They were just kind of spread out, you know. And they had this hall of heroes where they were displaying the art. It would have been beautiful if they would have been around that. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. you got the artwork here. You got the artist where you can go pick up a something. Um, you know, it's Fantasy Con. There were I, I didn't All really right. see any weapons or anything like that. Okay, so. Uh, Short short answer. What was your uh, number one fa- or one of your favorites? My favorite thing. One of the two, since we're kind of running low on time here. Yeah, you know, I'll go with the battle arena. It's one of my okay one because it was really fun, exciting, and it they didn't pull the punches. It All was right. entertaining. Colin, you're number two, and we should probably make this quick since uh, it's uh, seven thirty-five yeah. now. The awesome press room. <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. Okay. Completely Someone had to say it. Water, lemonade, sodas, dedicated power strips, dedicated Wi-Fi, I, and I plenty of say, room. It was not crowded. We didn't get asked to move around. It, it was weird awesome, that we didn't yeah. have a actual room. But it was an air, just an area. Well, yeah. It was, it was yeah. an area, but it was secluded. They did have. They had a curtain. So it was weird that we didn't have a. Room per se, but it was secured. Okay. They had people monitoring it. Awesome. They had people looking at your badges to make sure you were pressed. Awesome. Out. There were couches. Nice. There were there were tables. I mean, there was at least I would say twelve or 
14 tables, and each table had at least six chairs. Uh-huh. Under every table was a power source nice. with a power supply. And there was a table that always had some sort of beverage on it. They had coffee, they had tea, they had lemonade, they had water and soda, glasses and ice. All, All good time. to hear. All right. Um, Zach. Oh, gosh. Um, this is hard. I know, because right? you only get to pick two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you have one that you know you want to talk about? The no. dragon. There we go. <laughs> Um, on, a, on a personal level, uh, finally getting to meet Christopher Judge up close and personal. He was a personal icon of mine, and I got to rub it into uh, got to rub it into the face of my old roommate, who is also a huge fan of his. And so I was like, "Yeah, uh, guess what? I just got to talk to Christopher Judge. Um, so eat it." <laughs> and I also told him where to go oh, eat. And not oh, only that, tell him to go eat. The oh, video. Oh, how come you didn't tell me to go there? You didn't ask, dude. The video on that interview is it was something you would expect on your TV. Nice. I mean, it is so crystal clear awesome. and HD. It's amazing. Good to see. Joe literally looks like he is popping out of the screen with Christopher <laughs> Judge. And he, the guy was nice. He was very... Oh, he was so nice. Yeah. It was a great interview. Now, remind me of Christopher Judge. That's the guy who played Tilt, Tilt. right? Ah. Correct. Yep. Okay, awesome. I've got it. Okay. I'm jealous. I've got my thing. Andy and I singing... For Revan's panel <laughs> as elemental scene, or Dude, minions. <laughs> okay, was there a video of this? I wish there was. There should have been. Dang it. Because it was amazing. I won. Like you, it, he won. You, I, you, you won. I won. No. By yeah. a landslide. They, by the end of the first you round. You beat the dragons? The dragons and the vampires. Dang. By the end of the first round, I ran out of chairs. Yeah. <laughs> by the second round, they started stealing chairs from the other group. By the end... It because you had to seclude off my team, my all the people I convinced were off to the side, on the side of the stage, and going behind the stage. <laughs> it was awesome. It was nice. amazing. Yeah, zombies did not start. And I was so that. on yeah. my game. I was insulting left and right, it was, and it was. Great. Awesome. I bet you, Lil Ben sat on a completely different side, didn't he? He did, and <laughs> he wanted to make a ginger comment, but I heard Joe said something. But I was prepared for him to say because if he would have said something about gingers, I'm like totally elementals. Flaming hair, hey. <laughs> but so, Goon, so, so you know what happened. Revan texts me and he says, come to oh the press gosh. room ASAP. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. We so must have an interview. There's got to be something going on. I'm reading through the instructions, and part of the instructions is you're supposed to do a poem, ah. a piece of art, or a song. Oh. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and, and they dressed up as bards from Skyrim. Okay. Yep. So and so, perfect. and they had been singing some songs from Skyrim, so I'm like, Maybe this will help. So I have them come up ASAP. We qu- manipulate a song, and I walk through. I'm like, so, yeah, I'm supposed to do a song. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, can I have any of my minions do that? He's like, yeah, that totally works. Like, okay, right. sweet. So I think... Uh, I How does it feel to be his minion? <laughs> <laughs> so well, uh, it was awesome. We are at uh, 7.40. You know, last thing I want to hear about is what made Joe cry. Okay. So Good story. Um, so I, I'll start probably... it off. And then... Oh, Amber's calling in to talk about it. Well, she better hurry. She's hurrying. Because I haven't seen her yet. Okay, okay we'll we should, let Amber, yeah, Amber tell the needs, story. Because this is we, concerning her. We, yeah. just, yeah. we just tweeted together. So Ooh. It's, Ooh. it's official. How intimate. She's going to be on here. <laughs> you just tweeted together. Yeah, we tweeted. That sounds so cute. going steady now? We tweet. That sounds... <laughs> no. There's two ways to take this. It could be really... Uh, she's perverted. my little Ewok friend. 
Whoa. Oh, again, I, again, I, I, you're I, I, not making this any better. Oh, oh, how is this going wrong? How is so this being taken wrong? Uh, so let's do Yeah, let's do Gamer Forge. Hey, there's a phone well, call. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. You're on Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Hey, it's Amber. Hey, hey, hey. it's Amber, your favorite Ewok. Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, let's Sounds not say Ewok, right? because he made that sound totally wrong. Yeah, it sounds very <sighs> it wrong It sounded now. wrong and dirty. I don't get how it came <laughs> off dirty, guys. <laughs> Paint your overthinking. Well, I was dressed like one. Yes, we know. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. So how did you make, or okay, what made you. Joe cry? All right. Well, I happen to uh, have the pleasure to interview Billy Boyd as well as others. And uh, after we were done with the interview, I asked uh, Billy if he wouldn't mind getting a picture taken with my daughter because she loves Lord of the Rings and she really liked him. So he was like, oh, yeah, of course, that'd be great. So I was expecting him to stay where he was at, and I went to uh, the table to go get my daughter, and then I turn around, and he's, like, right there following me. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to let this happen. Um, anyways, so my daughter started talking to him, and they were just talking about Disneyland like they were best friends, and they've known each other for years. It was really sweet. So I, and I'm, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, I'm gonna stop real quick. This yeah. is happening right in front of Joe. Okay. Literally, yes. Billy Boyd's butt is in front of Joe's face. All right. Okay. Yes, yes. Joe Didn't was at the table with my daughter <laughs> playing. What was it? What was what it? Game were you playing? That uh, one robot you... unicorn attack. Yeah, robot unicorn yes. attack. Yes. Yes, they were playing that game. So we rudely interrupted. Sorry, but it was for it was for a good cause. <laughs> yeah, but was. yeah, they um yeah. So they uh, started talking, and after um, we got a picture taken, they got their picture taken together, and then all of a sudden, my daughter looks at me, and she goes, Mom, can I get a dragon? And he looks at her, and he's like, what? You don't have a dragon? And she's like, no. And he goes, hold on a minute. And he starts walking away, and I'm just like, what is he doing? (laughs) I mean, it was just so abrupt. And he didn't say anything. I mean, he didn't say goodbye, but I figured we weren't done talking to him. And he went over to, like, his people. And, you know, my friend from Summit Group was looking at me, and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I I don't know. But then I was trying to listen to what they were saying, and, like, the girls that were talking to him, they just seemed not really like they were arguing, but they were just kind of like, we don't have one, and I don't know whatever to, to get it or something. And then he, I heard him be like, I need one now. I need a dragon. I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> he seriously is going to get her one. So he was like, I mean, it probably was just a couple of minutes, but he was like arguing with him, get me a dragon. So they came back, and they gave him a dragon, and then he comes to my daughter, and he gave it to her. And then he was oh, like, oh. What I want you to do is, when you go to Disneyland, I want you to take the dragon with you, take a picture of yourself with the dragon there, and then I want you to send it to me. And it was wow. just, like, sweet, because he dropped everyone in the room. Like, no one else mattered. He was focused on her, and you could tell she was just loving it. Like, he took the time out for her. And, of course, to me as a mom, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's amazing. So it was just incredible that he was just so sweet and that's i had a lot of respect for him even more now because of that yeah, just imagine yeah with his scottish accent no get me a dragon now get me a <laughs> dragon yeah 
I mean, it was, yeah. they were probably just confused. They're like wanting him to get them, get him a literal real life dragon. Well, and it was really cool because I know. Uh, Riley <laughs> was just like amazed that she just got this dragon. Of course, Amber just bought her a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Um, yeah, and we're, we're, she's sitting here saying, "Do you know who that is? That's one of the hobbits." She's like. I mean, she literally, like, her eyes went, like, even bigger. Like, I just got a dragon from a hobbit. Wow. And that she, is yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I didn't Probably want to tell her before. Her yeah, I, I didn't want her to, like, freak out before and, and, you know, just wanted her to be calm and be natural about it. And after, I mean, seriously, the entire weekend, she was just like, I met Pippin. My dragon's name is Pippin. I got my dragon <laughs> from a hobbit. And I'm like, yeah. You, I'm like, you understand, right, that this will never happen to anyone else, ever. <laughs> and, I mean, to her, that was just, like, the best moment ever. I mean, because her biggest thing was we were going there to meet Elsa, and this this took over. I mean, just him making time for her and being sweet and getting a dragon for her, it's just like, he didn't have to do that, and he totally did. And he was adamant about getting that dragon, too. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. that is awesome. And that is why Joe... And that's what put Joe into tears. That's yeah. what, yeah. Okay. It, it was an amazing moment. I mean, this guy just... Dropped everything. Dropped everything to pay attention to this little girl. Yeah. And that's, she was the only thing that mattered in the room. I mean, Absolutely. everyone was just there. Yeah, we, we, just, we just stood back and just all we could do was watch. Even the handlers were just like, what are we supposed to do? And he just... Get him a yeah. dragon. You get him a dragon. Whatever sort of dragon he wants, you get it for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was kind of funny how adamant he was too. Like, you know, don't mess with me. It was just, it was just awesome. And I just, I know he would have pulled it off, but it was just cool that he did. But it was mm-hmm. awesome watching the whole thing, and she's the, very grateful. The first yeah. time in history a hobbit ever looked menacing and threatening. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and it, with his uh, accent too, it's just like it's hard to be like, is he really serious? Yeah. But, I mean, because he's so charismatic, too, and just full of life. But, yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I hope he comes right. back. Yeah. He better. Was, yeah, they, I know. That was, that was too good. No, That was. was too good of a moment. Well, I mean, who it knows? I, I do know they have mm-hmm. plans to have Richard Armitage there next year, so. uh, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, Thorin himself. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that would be cool because... So I'll bring Riley again and see what we can uh, do next time around because she seems to be a little uh, magic trick. I mean, getting, like, the celebrities, like, take a moment to talk to her and stuff. It's like I almost want to get her trained to do interviews and have her do interviews with them. Maybe no one will turn us down. (laughs) Josh, Larry, Valerie, if you're listening. We can make this happen. We want to put in our wish list early. Richard Armitage for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Yeah. Mister, I'd like to get an interview for you. Oh, you're so cute. I can't say no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, good luck with that. Right. A little eight-year-old, turn- especially if you uh, drop <laughs> So, I have another favorite. All right. Doug Jones hugged me. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, did he do the puppy dog face for you? Did he do this? You, you sweet little uh, puppy dog. But did Sarah, who was in charge of cosplay, yeah. did it to my face. Okay, good. <laughs> I do. At least somebody was like, <laughs> trying to show Ben, and so she was just like, "Here, let me grab your face, yeah. Colin." <laughs> <laughs> she was just like rubbing my face, and I'm just like, 
See, a little but, weird, but... The thing about Doug Jones hugging okay. you, it happens so often that not getting a hug seems to be more rare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you should... I need to get a hug from him. You... What? No. Mike. No. Cass and Bar. I got the pictures oh, okay. and stuff, but... Why is your mic suddenly not working? I don't know. That's working now. Working now. There we go. Okay. Yep. Magic. Weird. Okay. Yeah, Jack Jones also hugged me. Magic he he caressed my head. He didn't hug me. <laughs> he didn't hug me either, but I wasn't there, so that's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Any All right. others? We, uh, it's actually uh, 10 to the hour. Yeah, so, we're probably not uh, going to get to Game of Forge. Forge. We're no. sorry for you out there uh, in the gaming world that uh, uh, wrote into us this week, and we're, we will get to your stuff Next week, we and we will hit them as hard as we can. And yeah, we kind of have to wrap this up. All the answers mallet. that we can give you. This is what this was, is to wrap this up. And yeah. You this, was, went, this was for me to vicariously get the, yeah. the joy and the wonder that was FantasyCon, because I wasn't there. It it was a great convention. That was, that was really my uh, whole reason of time to get, get it from you. you know, we got a lot done. But it w- we weren't stressed. We Good. were very relaxed. Good. Uh, you know. Well, you were really relaxed. You were too. There was a couple points where you got stressed out, but otherwise you were doing pretty well. I mean, nor- like at oh, Comic Con, no, yeah. Comic Con, okay. you were like going, right. "Ooh, I gotta go," I, you know, in, in and out. And you were, it, it was more of a fluid. Okay, hey, I gotta go take a break. Yeah. So it, it was you, much, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. It was, it was a lot easier, and you know, the nice thing was is press was treated really well. I mean, if. If yeah, we needed to go yeah, in did, for yeah, photos, yeah, I mean, Amber can even vouch for that. I mean, right? we, we got a we got a phone call. Hey, you want to oh, yeah. in on the uh, the Simon Pegg panel? Yeah. Okay, get over here now. And you know, the Summit Group people they were walking us right in. Um, awesome. Yeah, it was it was great. We were treated very well. Uh, I think there was a few things that really went in our favor that happened. Given the opportunity um, to bring the content to those who are unfortunate enough to not make it there oh, yeah. in a timely manner, or make people want to get there. That's really what we're there for. So, uh, with that being said, then, uh, so fi- uh, final word, Amber, while we still got you on the line. Next year, is it going to be worth it? You think you're going to go again? Oh, yeah, definitely, and I'm totally bringing Riley, too. I mean, I'm serious. Like, if I can train her to do interviews, I think it would be easier to get more of them. But especially with how it was, you know, going as press, I was very, very impressed. And I think that the uh, Summit Group did a wonderful job handling everything. I mean, they took everything that we set into consideration. They were very respectful, and they made sure that, you know, if there were any concerns or anything, I mean, they were right there. I mean, honestly, I don't think they could have done a better job. And I bet you anything next year, they will. Well, and, you know, when we asked for interviews, they, they it wasn't, oh, hey, here's the, the agent. They literally went down with us, and they talked to the agent for us. Nice. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean we were literally moments away from interviewing uh, Sylvester McCoy and John Reese davies but due to... You know, their schedules, it didn't work out because John Reese davies in his contract, he cannot be rushed. He will take as much time as he desires. Awesome. Um, and I think there was a very, something very similar with Sylvester McCoy. So because of that, which we can respect, you know, it made it so that we didn't get to interview them, which yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah. But, you know, give them that. I ran into ice cream table. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and they had Dippin' Dots yeah. there. <laughs> they did. I saw one. It, it was, was so good. Where the, the birds were like ever. falcons and stuff. 
the, the dragon legs, I would suggest never eating again. By the way... It haunted me for days. Speaking of dragons, <laughs> they are heavy. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. So Colin, Colin had to uh, oh. lug the dragon. Yeah. Aww. Valerie with FantasyCon posted on Facebook. Needing help. We need help, please. And so he went... <laughs> so, I was right across the street. He, he, he went in his dress clothes, <laughs> yeah, which ruined his dress shirt and dress pants. Uh, but oh it was worth it. Oh, it poor poor the band of the dragon. Holy cow, that thing's so hard to move. Just looking and at you have the to pictures fold it itself. just right. Yeah, and it's just oh, and it's squishy. It took, like four hours. It was squishy. Wasn't to get it? that whole thing. It was a little <laughs> squishy. <laughs> it was squishy. Yeah, it was so squishy that it started ripping a little bit. That's not good. <laughs> it was not good. Yeah. Don't so die. my last little question to this: I mean, we've, we've kind of figured out saw, saw how us press people fit. Mm-hmm. How did uh, how did you guys get the general consensus for the people who actually paid to go in? I think everyone ha- really enjoyed it. They had right. fun. So they got um, their money's worth. I, they did. I, awesome. I do know some people wish there was more to do. Yeah. Um. Then well, there was a lot to do. A lot of the, mm-hmm. it, there was most of the stuff they had was interactive. Like yeah, epic, was epic was there. They had Everything. games you could play. No, yeah. They had life-size games you could play. Um, they had fire dancers, which was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had blacksmiths that were actually working away. You had, I uh, saw the pictures. Blowers. I saw the glass boat you blowers. Had, you had the archery range. You had the, tra- the training range for the kids. There was a lot of interactive stuff. Um, but what some people said is you know, they wish there was a little bit more. And, and so, granted... Hey, there's still some space. Yeah. It's still a very... It was, it was their year. first year doing first year. it, so... I know for a fact... Yeah, next year I'm sure they're going to do more next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, now but they but the no one was, like, complaining. Oh, man, I wish there was more. They're just like, oh, I just wish there was a little bit more I could do, but this is still fun. So I mean, I'm they still thinking, entertain themselves. So here's what I'm thinking they're going to do, since it's going to be space theme. They're going to try to beat Japan's um, uh, record for the largest Gundam. <laughs> that would be awesome. I used to build little Gundam models when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Why did that not surprise me? <laughs> it's awesome. Jedi robes and Gundams. Yep. All right. <laughs> I was true. Kid. You were one of those people that would put their Gundams together in the middle of class, weren't you? No. Oh. My parents didn't let me bring them. Okay. <laughs> but he tried. Oh. Show and tell. I, I knew those people. I did show and tell once. I brought my Ultra Magnus to school. Someone stole it. Oh, jerk. Oh. Never again. What a jerk. I, would I ever? Yeah, literally. I put it in my cubby hole. Everyone went out to recess. I came back. It was gone. Oh, sad. Some other kid had an Ultra Magnus. I know. And probably sold it for 50 cents at a garage sale. It sucked. Oh. I got that yeah. because I got my tonsils out and I was super sick. And I, it took me three weeks to recover. <laughs> And my grandma got me an Ultra Magnus. It was awesome. I got micro machines. And some jerk. Cause the guy talked really fast. Stole it. <laughs> Ow, that really hurt. <laughs> All right, so we need to... Uh, I think we should probably wrap this yeah, up. What and, is uh, the lesson? Uh, Never take your toys to school. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Exactly. Yeah. Never. Unless it's a fully functional lightsaber. And then you... No, it's yeah. to work. I did have an AT&T. at yeah. gets stolen once. It was really sad. I still have mine. You didn't work. install a car alarm on that thing? I know, right? I should have. That yeah, thing is, now, now we know. I still have my original Millennium Falcon I got when I was a kid in my rubber made I just found home. my Millennium Falcon. Ooh. I'm going to hang it from my ceiling. All, All right. right. It's going to be awesome. So uh, there's, some, uh, there's uh, the uh, 
the old wish list for this weekend. So I guess we should probably wrap this thing up. We should. Oh, oh let's yeah, all say goodbye. What about an X-wing in the assault pounds? <laughs> that we yeah. could do. Forget the Gundam. <laughs> that that we can do. We could fit I you could totally make it I into think, a photo op. So you know how uh, Comic Con did? I'll make this quick. Yes. You know how Comic Con did? Uh, everyone from pretty much Star Trek, yeah. right? They Fantasy Con should do Star Wars. That'd be way cool. That would be space themed. Yeah. It'd be and awesome. and oh it would gosh, be relevant would because they're making a new one. And then next time, yeah, right? they should do Hogwarts. <gasps> Harry Potter. Sorry, I get that. Yeah. It would be awesome. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Well, uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Thank you for calling in with us, Amber. Cause, Yay! Because I, no, I wanted to me. tell the story, but it was more appropriate getting the story from you. So, so it sounds like Amber will sense. be here next week because she's on call this week. So she's going to try to drop in next week to say hi and be on the show. Hey, yeah. She said that Sorry, she's going to be dressed work. as an Ewok on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My little Ewok friend. Yep. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Yeah, see you yeah. next week. Bye. Hey, thanks for having me. See you guys. Uh, bye. All right, let's wrap this up real quick. We got uh, about two and a half minutes, so uh, right, so uh, next week we will have Gamer no Forges. One. No one? No, <laughs> I. It'll be, it's one of those rare ones. We we so we had two cancellations. Okay. Oh. Due to due to uh, book tours and schedule, so those are gone. So we actually have two. We have this week and next week. So unless I find someone, mm-hmm. which I probably could, um, it's just going to be an empty. Okay. Show. So next week we'll be able to ca- actually catch up to those yeah. Gamer Forges. Yeah, so Gamer the, Forges and Geek News. And we may li- leave it open for that. Sure. And then the week after that we do have uh, an interview. And then we'll have another free week. And then we're at Gen Con. Wow. wow. That fast, huh? Yeah, literally Ooh. it's four weeks away. We Ooh. do have Steam Fest coming up too. Well, we have fe- yeah, Steam Fest ah. at the end of the month. So we might have I'll to have be definitely a going for that, or so. two to go to that. Um it's going to be awesome. Yeah, Fun and excitement and, and uh, wonderful times coming to you on Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Yeah. So if nothing else, if we don't have any interviews from that, there will be pictures. Mm-hmm. Because Colin loves to take photos. I do. All right. <laughs> me, and, me and photos. <laughs> All right. So a uh, very special thanks to Epic Puzzles and Games of West Valley City, Utah, and uh, I, was, I was about to say Tuella, Utah. <laughs> and Lehigh, yeah. Utah. Um, Stop by and get any of your any of the games that we talked about or any other games you might be interested in at Epic Puzzles and Games. If they don't have it here, they'll order it in for you. Yes, yes they, they will. At a discount. That's their thing. So that's Epic Puzzles Games. How was your night? Mine was epic. And we also wow. want to give a great uh, special thanks to uh, Dennis and Adrian for coming in for You Geek Magazine. Check Word. their uh, magazine that will be everywhere. You can find it uh, coming this September. That's right. So with that being said, um, good night, Salt Lake. Good night, world. And as always, please, get more from your games. Let me explain. No, there's too much. Let me sum up. Buttercup is Mary Humperdinck in less than half an hour. So all we have to do is get in, break up the wedding, steal the princess, and make our escape. After I kill Count Ruben. Uh-huh. <laughs> Inconceivable! Uh-huh. <laughs> that was awesome. That was good. That was almost perfect. Thank you. Princess. Hello, you kid, my father. Prepare, Prepare to die. My, to name die. my name is Inigo Montoya. We're <laughs> out of here. Catch you next week. Ciao. <laughs>